1: Welcome to Board with Video Games, the gaming podcast that strives for the night balance of coverage for games you play on your table and on your television. We're a proud member of the PSVG Podcast Network and thrilled to be part of the Dice Tower Network as well. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle Hyman, and joining me on this co-op adventure, the guy who will be back next year, both online and in person, Josh Borboni. How are you doing this evening?
2: I, I was good until I got compared to E3, and now I'm like, oh no. Or <laughs> did you I compare to
1: Jeff Keighley? <laughs>
2: Now hey, look. every time I see him do like a uh live Q&A response he looks so tired. And oh, I'm sure. Sad.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: So, uh I don't want that much work either. Uh <laughs> good for him though. Good for him doing so much work. Uh uh yeah, but I I guess yeah, I'm good relatively speaking. I suppose it's the last week of school here. It's finals a- week. So uh but we only have one day off and then we jump right into summer school and oh, that gives us no time to do summer work
1: <laughs> well you have one day
2: yeah so i can get or we can get five floors done right
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's gonna be a long summer we have booked they have like five programs booked in just our building alone and and using almost every floor, so it's going to be a very stressful summer, which it's not supposed to be. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see how that works out.
1: Does that? Now, I mean, I'm assuming that makes revenue for the district.
2: Uh, I'm, sure, you know, I don't know if it makes revenue for the district or the or the or the school individual right. like itself, because if it made money for the district. I feel like they would spread it out over our 20-something schools, not just true. put every program in one building.
1: That's true. That's true. Uh,
2: which is unfair to us. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, that's that's where we are. Uh, <laughs> more importantly, how are you doing?
1: Well, I'm surviving, uh, listener. I uh, got COVID, so I am uh, a few days... Well, I shouldn't say a few days. I am basically a week from testing positive right now, so... If there's there's probably gonna be a lot of coughs and things like that because even though i am vaccinated and boosted uh i am definitely not asymptomatic so i cannot imagine uh what this is like without being this way because goodness gracious it stinks this way so uh <laughs> yeah but we're gonna get to do a podcast and we're gonna get through it and it's gonna be great and i will attempt to mute myself for every time i cough which i just about did right there right but, in there. <laughs> yeah i know Ooh. and and I have been working, you know, while I've had this and it's been tough because for work, we're in orientation for fall. So, you know, I have all these new from high school students that I'm talking to and I'm talking to them for like a half an hour. And so like, yeah. it has been tough to get through that. And when you're meeting with like six of them a day, it, it gets tough by the end to not just be like hacking out a lung while you're talking to them. So. You know, it's a welcome to them. Hey, thanks for being here. I am doing it remotely, though, so I'm not there in person. <laughs> but um, but Josh, so I, I didn't do much for pregame this week, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a tweet to you oh. um, because I think we have plenty to talk about in the show, so we're not going to take too much time at the top here. Sure. Um, <clears throat> but Josh, here's the, the tweet that just happened a few minutes ago. Oh. Uh, no joke exclusive. Lady Gaga, in early talks to play Harley Quinn opposite Joaquin Phoenix, who still doesn't have a deal to return, by the way, in Joker 2, which is planned as a musical.
2: That's not a joke tweet. <laughs> that is
1: that is not a joke tweet, Josh. What is your thoughts hearing that? Uh,
2: sounds horrible. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds so bad. Um, Why? Why would they do this to us? <laughs> And Todd Phillips is coming back. This is like, Todd Phillips is like, I'm okay with this. I'm just making money at this point. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I mean, Todd Phillips is is still attached. So
2: <clears throat> Yeah, that sounds terrible. It sounds like a Sony Pictures Marvel movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see if that happens. Uh, n- neither you nor I have seen The Joker yet, though, have
2: we? No, I have not. Um, I just, uh, I have such a history with these characters i just had like knowing the premise of the joker Mm -hmm. and the world we live in i just uh you know have a tough time like wanting to watch it it might be great i just don't want to watch it so i'm waiting to want to watch it and this news ain't gonna make me want to watch it sooner
1: I don't know. This actually does make me want to watch it sooner. Cause, does it? <laughs> yeah. i I very, very like if they I kind of really want them to do this now because I'm very oh intrigued as to what it might be. OK, Let's, you know, just just try new things. There's nothing wrong with trying new things. I mean, this is a new thing with an old character, I guess, but try new things. Nothing wrong with that.
2: The Joker doesn't sing, though. If the Joker sang, Not that would make sense. He doesn't.
1: <laughs> what do you what do you mean? Why wouldn't it make it? Why wouldn't that make sense? He's sad. There's lots of sad songs. No. Yeah, there are other tons <laughs> of sad songs in the world. So many songs are very sad. That's have you seen Le Miz?
2: No to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I was like, have you seen Lay Miz like that? It's a whole I'm bunch saying of Saying no music. to the
2: entire premise of this <laughs> plot pitch.
1: <laughs> so, I mean if it if it is actually truly a musical, I might be there day one to watch it then. Well. Potentially. Potentially. Enjoy Maybe it. Maybe if I've seen the first one <laughs> by then. So Oh, man. Anyway, listeners, what do you think? Should the next Joker movie be a musical? We'd love to hear your thoughts on what you think about that. But hey, like I said, we have a ton to talk about today. So we're just going to get mm. into it. So thanks so much for joining us this week, everyone. As always, if you have any feedback questions or suggested topics, hit us up at BoardWithVG on Twitter or check out all the awesome stuff over on the Instagram, also VG. We're proud to be part of the Place of Video Games <laughs> podcast family, and we encourage you to check out all the shows like the PSVG podcast, the Nintendo Shack, PSXP, and Dollar Cinema. You never know when a new show might pop up, so be sure to stay tuned to all your favorite PSVG podcasts to stay up to date. We're also a member of the Dice Hour Podcast Network, so if you enjoy our conversations about board games and would like to dive deeper into that world, we encourage you to check out the Dice Tower Podcast as well as all of the other members of the mm-hmm. network. No matter what type of board games you enjoy, there's a podcast on the network that's right for you. So with that, I'm going to actually really briefly say as a PSA to our board game listeners or yeah. the people who mostly listen to us oh. for board games, <laughs> yeah. this is not going to be a board game-focused show. This is going to be a very video game-focused show. However, next week, barring so i don't want to say who the guest is because in case something happens but <laughs> uh next week should be a very board game focused show yeah extremely board game focused um so feel free to kind of bear with us if you want to through this one but like i said there's been a lot of video game news so that's really gonna be our focus this week uh, so with that josh what have you been playing sir
2: not much my friend not much at all uh yeah i'm playing marvel snap still uh the people are I'm- cheating are they? Oh no! Well, I don't know. Yeah, you okay. talking about my picture I posted? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think someone just took advantage of an exploit that happened in. And, and uh, uh, it, it's interesting because <clears throat> one the hard season goal that day was score over a thousand points, um, which you like should be cumulatively scoring, mm-hmm. which I did eventually get. It Just. You know, it took me some matches to play. So my guess is people jumped onto Reddit and were in the Marvel Snap Reddit and going like, how do I exploit this uh, goal for today? And then some of them, you know, they probably put their minds together and figured out how to cheat the goal. So that guy completed his, you know, hard daily task or weekly task uh, in one game against me, coincidentally. Cause it's the only time it's ever happened to me in every game I've played Uh hundreds of games. Uh It's only happened once. So yeah, I did run into a snafu. I can't say I wasn't disappointed and wasn't frustrated when I lost by that much, but I also, you know, it's just one game. So yeah, Uh it is what it is. I'm still pushing forward. I'm still uh kicking butt and taking names. I'm still loving the game. I got so many cards. I got so many new cards. I got, Loving a lot leveling up all these cards. I'm really loving it still. Still getting I haven't missed a single Whew. sorry. No, a single daily goal or weekly goal. So I've hit, I've hit all my goals. Uh which is nice to say that I can do that. So really having a lot of fun with that. Um yeah. And then I'm playing Dwarf Romantic still. Uh because it's something I can do while I'm doing things. And yeah. that's really what uh has helped me to play it more. So I still really enjoy it. Uh, I think it's only out on Steam still. So I'm playing it on Steam and it's great. So I'm still very thankful for the recommendation. Really enjoying it a lot. Uh,
1: Do Do you think it has a chance of being in your top five games of the year?
2: Oh, I don't know. You know, both of these games stand a chance. And now I'm in you're in, I'm in you're in my head and I'm in my head. I'm looking at my levels and I'm like, "Holy cow, my levels are so high. I hope yeah, I'm Yeah, you are not
1: pretty high. You're still pretty hot.
2: Blowing things up. I don't know the right way to turn my volume, so I'm just going to put it right <laughs> in the center. Um Yeah, I don't know. It's too early to say, right? We're only we're halfway through the year. <laughs> yeah. Um but I would say it falls, both of these games fall into the higher tier games I've cer- certainly have played this year. So I'm very excited about that. So yeah. Um, but other than that, really, like, I have a bunch of games I've downloaded that I want to play mm-hmm. that I just haven't gotten to play yet. Oh, I didn't, oh man, I can't believe I just wrote it for uh, posterity. <laughs> I didn't play the Quarry, uh, the, I played the Prologue okay to the quarry so it's about it's probably 30 to 40 minutes of the opening of the game Mm -hmm. where it kind of brings you into the story of the game and uh yeah i like it so far uh they it's not really like leaning into uh (laughs) what we know as quick time events too much the only quick time events i've been using the left analog stick so i haven't really been like challenged with uh remembering the buttons on the PlayStation controller as much as the <laughs> other games do. Um but uh yeah, a huge jump for them from Until Dawn and Dark Pictures as far as um character animations uh and voice acting. So so far so good. Uh enjoying my time with the quarry as well. I just wish I wasn't so tired at night and I would yeah. be playing it more.
1: Yeah, I hear you. Anything else you've been playing, sir? That's it. Okay. Um well, I have a couple things. I didn't jot down there, but I do have a couple things I've been playing. Um and one of them was a game that was actually shown at uh Mr. Jeff Keeley's uh summer game fest uh that there's a demo available for, and that is of course Metal Hellsinger.
2: Oh, I have it, and I've tried to play it three times, but my son has come in the room every time I tried to play it, so I was like, Oh, I gotta turn this off. <laughs> yeah, so
1: the so the easiest way to think about Metal Hellsinger is that basically is rhythm doom. So it is a rhythm shooter that you are going around a 3D environment, and it is different than maybe some other rhythm shooter games that have um, happened recently because we just played that one sound. I can't remember the name of it. Soundfall. Yeah, Soundfall. Where in Soundfall, like if you don't hit the beat, you basically do nothing. Um, with the, with Metal Hellsinger, if you miss the beat, you still fire and you still do stuff. You just do way more damage. And then you can put enemies into a state where then you can basically melee them to get health back. But you can only do that if you're doing things on the beat. You can, by hit, shooting on the beat, you um, bring up a multiplier um and you actually have one weapon that you can use that you can basically just shoot when there's no enemies and as long as you keep it on the beat you can kind of keep your multiplier up between things uh which is pretty cool and a nice way that way you're going from zone to zone you don't have to worry about that multiplier going down yeah. and then you know the music in this is when i say do like it is pure metal like it is yeah. all metal music and the cool thing is is like once you get into like an overdrive state or you get your your um uh, multiplier high enough that's when the vocals for the music kick in so it's actually kind of like this really cool like you're like oh i'm kicking butt now because like I, there's like vocals now and the and the music is really really good um it's definitely much more melodic metal like i don't know that there, how much of like um more hardcore metal is going to be in here i mean it's, it's not soft gentle music by any means Um, uh, but it is so far at least in the one demo level it's very melodic as far as the the vocals go um so a little bit of, of gruffness and a little bit of yelling in there but not too much um, as far as that goes so uh josh i really like this game it's really really good <laughs> nice uh, it's it's fun the environments are cool like you know graphically and things it looks fine you know it's not going to blow you away but the weapons feel good the movement feels awesome you kind of have a little bit of a double jump in it um the you have the de- weapons that at least are in the demo are very very distinct they feel very different um, you kind of have they have ultimate abilities that you can use, too, that are also very different. Um, so if you're just looking for a really fun, like, shooter that is fast paced, hectic, but also like rewards. This game really rewards you for being able to actually hit the beats, but it doesn't really. It, it, it's not like you feel penalized for not doing it. So that's what I think is one of the best things is you do have to hit the beat um, to be able to Go be very successful in the game like if you want to get really far if you want to get a really good high score um you definitely need to be able to hit the beats um while you're doing things but everything is fast enough where you never really feel like you're like oh i can't shoot this thing because i just need to wait until the beat happens which i think is always people's fear like you can get in a really good rhythm and it has a double jump and it has a dodge and like you can just kind of like get this cycle going of really quickly just like shooting, dodging, shooting, dodging, dashing, shooting, dashing, dodging, dashing, using your melee attack, using your all going back into the, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, so it comes out in September is when the actual releases. I'm really excited about it. I'm planning to pick this game up when it comes out. Uh, so yeah, check out the demo. The demo's on. Everything is on PlayStation, Xbox and PC. Um, and like I said, if you like rhythm shooters or there's not a lot of rhythm shooters, if you like shooters, <laughs> you like rhythm games. Uh, even if you don't like the other one of those things, I think it might be worth a try. But if you want to play like Doom on steroids in the sense of like you have to play it in a very, very specific way. Yeah, um, I, I think it's I think it's an easy one. And and the music is really good, especially if you like metal music. It's very, very good. Nice. Um, so Metal Metal Singer is the one game I've been playing. The other game that I've been playing is also the quarry. Um, the new game from Supermassive that Josh was talking about. You want I know something kind of neat, Josh. Yes, I I have completed the quarry. Whoa! I'm good done. for you. I have fin. I finished it this. I played it over the weekend and, and completely finished it. Um, I- the quarry's is really good, Josh. It's not a game that's like a ten out of ten, like going to sure. blow your mind. Uh And it uh, to me, it took a little bit to get going. The first few chapters are really, really table dressing, and and things don't really pick up until midway to two thirds of the way through the game. I'll even go out and say is I don't think this game is very scary, even as someone who doesn't really like scary things. There was very There was never really a situation where I was, like, scared or even, like, um, felt, like, this sense of dread. There's definitely a few points where you're like, oh, this is a little stressful. Um, But overall, like, it it just, the characters are great. Um, There is some, like, weird dissonant times where you're like, hey, things are going really crappy right now. But then your characters are, like, joking around, which you're like, okay. Like, I kind (laughs) of get it. But, like, you're trying to go save a person or go get this thing to save this person. And you're just, like, lollygagging, kind of walking slowly to get there cracking jokes about the things that have happened you're like well that seems kind of weird i guess um <laughs> i was really sad though because there is i i mean i don't know do you just knowing how many chapters there are is that a spoiler i don't think so okay so there's 10 chapters in the game there's yeah like the prologue and then 10 chapters after that i got josh to the end of chapter nine with everyone oh no and then all crap fell apart <laughs> like, i was so bummed and one thing that you kind of alluded to before is that one thing they have done, Josh, is that just so you know, you never have to worry about the face buttons. Basically, every QuickTime event is on the stick, hmm. so it's always on the left stick. So you never really get into a situation where you're like, "Oh, I don't know if I can put my controller down," or if you're just holding your controller while you're yeah. watching what's going on in your left hand. Like you always will be able to like respond if a QuickTime event happens. Nice. So really, it's just that and tapping the X button or the cross button. Like those are the only things that you really have to do. Um, and I think that's kind of nice, actually. Like, you never really feel quote unquote cheated by like a mechanic in a game where you're like, or a quick time event where you're like, oh, shoot, just like it was like, you know, the wrong button or whatever. Like, for the most part, everything is right there. It's really easy to navigate. I will say that when I did lose my first character, I felt I was like, hmm, I don't know if I agree. Like, the game was like, <laughs> do this thing. And I'm like, I did the thing. And the game right. was like, no, you didn't. I'm like, no, I did. I did the thing. And the game just really disagreed with me. I uh, know. Um, so that part I was a little annoyed by because I was like, come on um, but it is a good time, it's really fun, uh, there are, the end of the game is a bit weird, which these games always are because sometimes you're just like the game ends and then they're like, here's what happened to that character that you haven't seen in like four chapters you're like, right. oh cool, okay you know, so that does happen a little bit but um, overall, I think, like I said, I think the performances are good, the writing is not too bad uh, there are definitely some tricky moments as far as what decision do I make here and what's the right decision versus what's the wrong decision? Um, and they really do, like, compel you to be like, hey, hit this button to make this thing happen. You're like, oh, I don't think that's a good thing to do, but it wants me to hit a button. And I really want to hit the button, but I don't think right. I'm supposed to because that seems like a bad thing. And they really kind of put a lot of those situations, you know, a lot of those situations, which is good. Um, but yeah, overall, like I said, I, I think that, you know, there have been, in games like this, it's easy to sometimes do something and be like that is not at all what i anticipated was going to happen if i chose that thing right for the quarry i never really ran into that like every time i picked something i was like yeah that's what i kind of anticipated was going to happen as a result of that or at least the the character did what i thought they were going to do but then whatever thing happened after that even if it wasn't what i was expecting made sense based off of what they had done which i think is a a step up because i think definitely with um the dark pictures anthology, which are obviously the very shorter bite-sized versions of these. There have been a few times where I've done something. I've been like, how is that at all? Like what was going to happen after based off of that decision? Like that just seems completely out of left field. So <clears throat> excuse me. So yeah, so I really enjoy the quarry. I think that uh, it, it's definitely worth a play. Um, I can, I'm considering replaying it already. Um, like that's how much that I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I do think some of the characters are stronger than, than others. Uh, But overall, uh, if you like the narrative, like the narrative horror games, um, like I said, the actual horror aspect of this game isn't all that great and kind of what the spooky scary thing of it is is kind of okay like that's not what really sold me but it was like the characters all around it that definitely sold me much much more on it so i really enjoyed it like i said i think i don't i don't think it's a 10 out of 10 by any means it's a really solid like seven and a half or eight but if you like these sort of things it's a really good sit. the fact that they do have like the movie mode and those sorts of things that you can do um i think is pretty cool so yeah like i i would definitely recommend it so nice yeah I didn't know that I was going to finish it this weekend, but I did. It took me about 10 hours. So Nice. Um, and that is what I've been playing. Um, so with that, we are going to move on to news slash our topics of the show. Uh, but Josh, I'm going to switch things up here as I take a mm-hmm. drink of my beverage.
2: Mm-hmm. Please do. So I'm
1: actually going to go first because sure. I think yours is probably the more exciting thing. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure. Well, I guess we'll talk about it. We'll find out. So um So I'll go first. Like I said, there's just gonna be a couple topics. Uh, My first one though, is going to be Jeff Keighley tried to bring back the vibes of E3 pass with this summer game fest. Yeah. But did he exceed did key three or whatever you want to call it succeed. Uh, So before we actually talk about the announcements of the show, Josh, did you watch key three as it happened? Did you watch summer game fest later? Kind of what was your, um, a, how did you watch it? And then b like, what was your anticipation level for this?
2: Uh, well, I, you know it was it was at two p m Eastern which is uh during my work day, so I did not yep. watch it live live um so i got I got home i think around four, so I just pulled up the YouTube and started from the beginning and watched it from the beginning um so that's how I watched it uh, I don't know what my excitement level was, probably moderate um there it's definitely not. I think we can agree that like Summer Games Fest is not what most people would associate video- the VGAs with the video the video game awards with like that's their big show. So this yep. is this is more like in my mind this is more like a a direct or say of play or something like that. Not to the he's not getting <coughs> all the huge 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 stuff that we're waiting to hear about. You know, he's going to get some stuff that we've heard about and some surprises, but um, it doesn't help that half of the show leaked on Twitter before the show. (laughs) Well, maybe not half (laughs) a quarter of the show. Um, Well, so that's not great for him either.
1: Yeah, I also did not get to watch it live. I watched it. um, I was working and we had, again, orientation. So it's not like I could really duck out of that. So I watched it when I got home that night. I stayed off of social media, though, completely from the time just before the time the show started. Um. Until yeah. I watched the show, so uh, I I did stay off of that. But yeah, I didn't have super high expectations. I, I think what we've talked about before is that I I'm not a fan of super long showcases. I think yeah. that over an hour to me is just really really pushing it. And and I think you need really big hitters to be able to carry a show and and have it not slow down. Um, when you're you know doing a ninety minute or two hour show, uh, and I, I just did not necessarily have confidence that uh Jeff Keeley could could hammer the <laughs> get those, right? Like it, it just you know, since Xbox Bethesda was having a conference a few days after that, PlayStation had one before, Nintendo has had nothing, but they weren't even on the Summer Games Fest like participation yeah. list, you know. So I was like, i d I don't know that he's gonna have the big the big getters to to really um support a two hour show. Um and uh, I don't necessarily know that he did, but we'll <laughs> talk about that as we go here through here. <clears throat> Excuse me. So <clears throat> The first thing then, and we'll go through the games. We'll go through all of them, but we're going to go through them pretty quickly. Uh, But Josh, definitely feel free to talk about any of your thoughts, feelings on things, as I'll definitely give you that opportunity to do that. Uh, So the first thing he showed and started off with was Street Fighter VI, uh, which we had obviously just seen um, a few days before at the PlayStation event. Um, This time we got a character reveal for Guile. I mean, yep imagine that guy's the street reveal guy so uh what were your thoughts josh i i mean i know you're the fighting game person and you're excited to be able to play this on xbox what were your thoughts about seeing street fighter 6 again
2: i mean i'm like you said it's kyle right like not a surprise to anybody um i still think the combat looks super smooth and it looks very interesting uh i was really hoping for more of a featurette on this, whatever, this open world nonsense is, we're getting. And I say that not in a negative way, just like it's just right now it's nonsense. Like we've seen it in like three second clip. So we have no clue what it is. So I was hoping for some more clarity on that. Um, But that being said, yeah, I mean, it still looks interesting. And I'm excited for more Street Fighter 6 news as long as it's news and not just
1: another character more review.
2: gameplay with characters instead of more details yeah
1: yeah so i mean it was cool to see but like i said we had just seen it you know so for me that kind of took a little bit of the shine off of it but it does look good um yeah. you know they said that we're going to see it at least once more this year still uh because there was a capcom showcase tonight as we record it which i haven't watched yet but i watched did it. Say it oh did you I don't, yeah. i've don't. i heard that there wasn't much there
2: No, the only thing that we could talk about this now the only real big thing from that Capcom showcase is the DLC for Resident Evil Village that they announced, Okay.
1: Gotcha.
2: which actually looks really interesting.
1: Um, but yeah, so <clears throat> we'll see. Uh, they did say that we'll see more Street Fighter 6 at least once more this year. So um, I'm sure we'll get another character reveal or something at some point. So yeah, um, after that, then another game that we had already seen in the Callisto Protocol, uh, this time with a, you know, uh, a goryer trailer, <laughs> which yeah was pretty, it was pretty gory. Um, and then some actual gameplay. Uh, you know, I'm someone who is not super, super into spooky games, even though I just finished the quarry because it's actually not that spooky. Um, but I was never like a big Dead Space fan. So this game, while it looks kind of neat, I don't know how much it is like up my path. But I know Josh, you know, it it is up your path. That's a spooky game person and as yeah. a fan of Dead Space. uh What did you think of the ceiling? Some live actual gameplay josh
2: some actual gameplay i'll be honest like we talked about this last week and i was a little like sore on what we saw and i actually yeah i i I was very pleasantly surprised to see like legitimate actual gameplay and it looks great i mean it it's it frustrates me that it is base it is dead space and i was really hoping that it would be differentiating itself more right from dead space because it isn't actually dead space, you know? Yeah. Uh, but it's using every single mechanic from dead space, which I get cause it's by the people who made dead space, but this member man <laughs> telekinesis, like, uh, the telekinesis stuff, all that stuff is still all intact. Um, which should make me happy, but for some reason it makes me disappointed, and I don't know why. Uh, but I'm still excited to play the game. I think it looks uh, gory, brutal, scary, yep. um, and it sticks to that Dead Space, no HUD thing, which I, yep. I think is great. It's the best immersion you can get in a game, and I'm glad to see they're, they're keeping that intact.
1: Yeah, so that game's supposedly coming out December 2nd, 2022. Josh, do you think that's going to hit
2: no i don't i i think we're like in 23 probably
1: so they're obviously trying to get out of the out ahead of that dead space remake sure. which is scheduled for the end of january uh but overall i thought it looked pretty good for the game running i think things looked you know suitably spooky that is for sure and, and suitably gory um but yeah I, again I, the bummer about this and maybe this is just me but like we just saw it so now we saw yes, it again so close. you know yeah and that's always like the tough part about these things um so, and I do realize as we're going through this now, this isn't totally in order of the showcase, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh another game that was showed was Stormgate, which is um Frost Giant Studios, and it's a brand new RTS um from some ex Blizzard devs um who had worked on things like StarCraft 2 and Warcraft 3. Um, Josh, you are more of an RTS person than I am. Number yeah. one, my main question for you, uh, while watching this trailer, did you have any idea this game was an RTS game?
2: No, no, none zero. <laughs> No, and that's that's a they're bad. They not a yeah. very good uh, communication on the game, like what the game was going to be. But that's not uncommon for RTS games, to be honest. So, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I guess it is what it
1: is. Uh, are you, do you have any desire to play this game when it comes out in 2023?
2: I think I'm past my enjoyment of RTS. Is not because okay. I don't like the gameplay. It's because of time. I don't have the time. Right so uh i'll be interested to see how it looks and how it plays so i'm not writing it off i'm just less interested
1: right i hear you there uh and you know stick speaking with the sticky with the space theme <laughs> and another game that uh you didn't know what it was until the very end of the trailer Right, totally. uh, as far as didn't what type clue. of game it was <laughs> yeah uh that's aliens dark descent uh josh you're an aliens fan did uh dark yeah. descent do anything for you I was
2: kind of sad it didn't really differentiate itself from the current Alien game (laughs) that's out available now. Um, It doesn't look too much different from Fireteam. I'm sure that they will do something to separate themselves from that game. Uh, But I'm in the camp of the more Alien games, the better. So I'm okay with it. Actually, I thought it was going to be the uh, Colonial Marines sequel. Uh And it's not. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and I, I'll say, Josh, I would argue that this game is like drastically different than. Do uh, you think so? Because well, and that's why I say, it, like, I think this trailer was so deceptive because they showed you gameplay like right at the very end of the trailer, and it's yeah. like a twin stick shooter.
2: Did I miss that part?
1: Like, it's like literally like the very very end of the trailer. It's like an isometric. It looks oh, like an isometric. I did miss that shooter. part. Yeah. It so that's like why I said the tra- You're watching the trailer. Yeah, you're yeah. watching the trailer, and you're like, oh, I think this is like another fire team game. And then at the very, very end, they show you just a, a brief glimpse of gameplay, and you're like, "Oh, it's not what I thought it was." So again, I well, think not a great trailer. trailer.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I missed that. I just, I just clicked on the end of it. You're right; it does look like. A, it looks more like Gears Tactics than than it does Aliens Fire Team.
1: Yeah, so so we'll see what that comes out uh, or what that's like, but. Also slated for next year. Uh, man, there was a lot of space games at this thing. Goodness gracious. <laughs> um, a non-space game, though, that was there. Oh, I think I had these in. Oh, okay, never mind. I'm trying to figure out what order they put these in. I can't tell. But anyway, another game that was there. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Sure. Uh, the, the reintroduction of Call of before. Duty. Yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> I, I thought that was a really interesting section of gameplay to show as far as for the trailer of like, hey, we got some actual live gameplay, which was nice. Yeah. But I just thought it was a really interesting um, part of the game to show because everything was pretty drab. Like yep. It was like very, very gray. very gray. But then especially if you're someone who isn't like super into Call of Duty, uh, I could see you watching that trailer being like, how am I supposed to have any idea about like what I'm supposed to be doing? Like where <laughs> am I supposed to go? Who are the enemies? Like you can't even like – the enemies versus my teammates like how am i supposed to tell the difference between right. them yeah like i could see that being very very challenging and so i thought it was an interesting um direction to go there uh you played the modern warfare reboot correct yes the campaign for it yeah gotcha any desire to play this modern warfare 2 campaign <sighs> slash reboot slash whatever the heck it is which this is a marketing nightmare by the way
2: i'm interested for sure i'm not going to spend 70 to play a game i already played before that looks prettier but it does look prettier. I will give them that. You know, uh, it looks like a next-gen game. They did a great job remastering slash redoing this, however you're going to word it. Well, and that's uh, the thing of
1: it. Like, it is completely reimagined. It's not just the Modern Warfare 2 campaign remastered. Like, it is completely new.
2: So the story is going to be different from the one I, I think, played?
1: I think the story is supposed to be, like, a different take on a similar story. I yeah. guess is what it's supposed to be.
2: Because it looks a lot similar to the game I played.
1: <laughs> that's why I said this is a very challenging marketing thing.
2: Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I guess we'll wait and see then. That. If that's the case, if it's a totally different story, uh-uh, I'm in to check it out. But even when I'm watching now, I remember playing. So maybe there'll be different parts that are different.
1: <laughs> All right. So then another game that was shown was Flashback 2. Kind gotcha. of. Yeah, I mean... Are you a flashback fan?
2: I loved flashback in the day, but this is no gameplay.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it was an interesting choice there, as far as that goes. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, we could kind of go through that. Uh, another game that was shown, uh, you know, continuing this space horror theme that we have. Rocket apparently, yeah, uh, Fort Solus, uh, which you know, they brought out, you know, Troy Baker and Roger Clark to talk about the game as voice actors in the game. Yeah, uh, and basically another. Yeah, and, and and another game that very basically is saying like we are uh, dead space. Uh sure. what, what were your thoughts on Fort Solace, Josh?
2: I think it, it looks fine. I just really hate Troy Baker now. All of a sudden, he seems oh. such such a pretentious d bag. <laughs> like every time he talks, um, and they had to bring him out again too later, which yeah. really was not fun for me at all. I just don't like him anymore. I don't know what it yeah. is maybe it's the nfts probably not i think i stopped liking him before that uh it looks fine um actually reminds me more of like doom 3 than it does dead space but i can definitely see the comparisons between both
1: yeah so apparently a very uh narrative focused game um but like i said space was really the theme of of summer game fest or space game fest, or whatever you want to call it so uh, another thing that was showed was Outriders, the World Slayer. Um, so mm. Outriders, that game that came out last year, right? Last April, was it last? I think I'll take your word
2: for it. I, I lost yeah, track I, of time I, two I years ago. Like it was last year, <laughs> who knows?
1: Uh, but from the developers, people can fly. Um, so this is their new DLC called World Slayer. Now, Josh, here is where things got interesting for me. Now I know there are going to be some people who are like, "Hey, all of these award shows are just advertisements, right? Like there's a big long advertisement." But what I will say is this especially was one of the things that I had a really hard time telling what was a quote unquote advertisement for the show and what was actually part of the show. And this was one of those trailers that I was like, I don't know if I am watching a paid advertisement. Right. or a trailer that you were including it's
2: like a commercial yeah <laughs> yeah like
1: because there were like nintendo, there was like nintendo commercials during the show like there was very clearly things that were meant it did to play
2: be like a commercial yes
1: you know and I, I really felt like this and like when we talk about fall guys i really felt like i was like i don't really know what's supposed to be happening with this um and like i said i know some people are gonna be like well the whole thing is just a big advertisement like i get that yeah but it, it just felt kind of funky uh josh have you gone back at outriders at all do you have any desire to play this dlc what are your thoughts on this game
2: I haven't gone back. This DLC did make me want to revisit it. I really had a lot of fun with what I played solo and what I played with you. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of fun playing it, and uh, I just think it came in. We must have been playing something else at the same time. Because so. I can't think of a good reason why I stopped, because I did enjoy what I was playing. Maybe because I enjoyed the co-op more than single-player, which is maybe the real reason why I stopped. Um, because like, I feel like there's some games and this might be that game you play by yourself for a while and then you get co-op and then you realize like, this is the way to play it. I don't want to go back to solo. This game is made to be played cooperatively because like, right. it's kind of like destiny. Like sometimes you get to a strike where you get the boss and you're playing by yourself and you're like, why am I playing by myself? This is going to be terrible. (laughs) For sure. Uh, sure. And I think Outriders is the same. Like you get to those bosses and you can, you can certainly handle them solo, but I feel like um, it's 10 times better playing with friends.
1: Yeah. No, I hear you. This was a game that I really wanted to like more than I did. Uh, But I, I do think that, yeah, the regular friend group playing it is definitely what makes this type of a game better. So I don't know that I'll go back. Definitely would not pay for DLC for it at this point. Hmm. Um, another game that we saw then after that was uh, Witchfire, which was uh, first revealed back in 2017. Yeah, uh, I think you know, basically a uh, uh, what's the word to describe it? Um, a, a fantasy themed shooter, right? Like you yeah, have like with old timey guns, kind of. Sure. Um, but what were your thoughts, Josh, on Witchfire?
2: It looks fine. Uh, I was kind of checked out of the show at this point when this came on. So okay. if I'm going to be honest, I didn't really pay too much attention to it. Once I saw the premise of the game, I was like, okay, we get a ton of shooters. Uh, it's not really like sucking me in, but watching it watching it now, um, it does make me feel like it, it, I am a little bit more interested now because it doesn't seem to blend that magic using plus um first person shooter gun stuff so it, yeah it looks good graphically i just needed to pull me in and separate itself from every other shooter out there
1: yeah it, it for me actually this is one of the games that brought me back into the show because there had mm. been so much like space games at this point yeah uh seeing something not at all in space uh was pretty exciting to me actually so this is something that brought me back in uh, and i thought that overall the gameplay i thought looked great uh we also saw the trailer for a game called Routine, which was apparently first um, revealed back in 2013 um, really? hey, <laughs> another space game, uh, but I thought this one was actually pretty darn creepy uh so Josh, what are your thoughts on routine?
2: Ah, uh, you know, I don't know. It really seems to be more missed than anything else, which isn't yeah. a bad thing. I'm just over the witness and missed, and I'm over that uh i'm over puzzle games
1: (laughs) yeah and it seems to have a
2: little bit of puzzly elements to it
1: yeah the big thing i didn't understand is why do the robots need teeth that i just didn't totally understand oh just Uh, to make him creepy right i (laughs) mean it was very creepy It was very creepy so uh that one like i said it did the environment even though it was another space game i feel like that one did the environment differently than the other ones had done yeah so interesting there but you know robots with teeth are always creepy um uh, I had mentioned before Fall Guys Season 1, which is kind of weird, because if, if you think about Fall Guys, has been out for a long time, but now it is going free to play um, yeah. on June 21st. Josh, any desire to play more Fall Guys in your life?
2: I will eventually play more Fall Guys. I have to introduce my son to it at some point. I really like That's my right. time with Fall Guys. Um, I'm glad that it's free to play. Uh, that being said, I, I'm, not, I'm not itching to play Fall Guys. I got my fill.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you there. Uh, an indie game that was shown was a game called Highwater, um, which yeah. is an adventure strategy game. Someone on a boat floating around, going to different places. I thought the art was pretty pretty, pretty, mm-hmm. pretty. That's a good thing. Uh, any thoughts, though, so Josh, on High Water at all?
2: It reminded me of that game we saw from Ubisoft. Um, and I can't think of the name. Uh, it was a girl on a boat and there was shadows chasing
1: her through. Are you uh, sure that wasn't EA? Was
2: it was EA? Oh, it was yeah. EA. You're right. Yeah. EA Solitude? Sea of Solitude, thank you. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, it reminded me of Sea of Solitude, which I never played, so I yeah. guess I am not that very interested. Yeah, I mean, nice it little looks yellow cool. Boat. That's I, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah,
1: so we'll see. I, I, you know, I, I would not play it, but it's not something that jumped up my list. Uh, one game that was pretty interesting, though, I thought was American Arcadia. Yeah, uh, which is an uh, indie game uh, from Out of the Blue Games and Raw Fury. Um, and basically, this is like Truman Show the game, but you're trying to escape ostensibly yes. that uh, once your ratings dip too too low because people aren't paying enough attention to you, um, then your goal is to try to escape. Uh, Josh, what what did you think about American Arcadia?
2: Looks interesting. I'd like to see more about what the game is. Um, but yeah, that looked pretty cool, uh, at least graphically. And I like the premise as well. So, I mean, we'll have to see what happens, but uh, it seems like it could be a fun game.
1: Yeah, uh, it it did look pretty cool, so I'm, that's what I'm going to keep an eye on. So, another trailer that was shown, I, this was one of the better jokes I've seen in a while when it comes to trailers, <laughs> uh, is that we got a trailer for Goat Simulator 3, and yeah. we're just skipping 2, uh, but that, this trailer started off as basically a joke about Dead Island 2's trailer. Yes. Uh, that really, brilliant, brilliant trailer from 1,000 years ago now, it seems um and then you know they started off that trailer identically and then you're like oh my gosh it's going to be dead island and then nope go simulator three i thought it was pretty funny this to me is still one of the highlights of the show because i'm not saying i want to play go simulator three but just the the just the unabashed like ripping it off like we're going for this like people are going to remember this i you know what i i gotta give them props for that but what are your thoughts on this trailer and go simulator three
2: yeah i mean it looked interesting right uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's about it for me
1: <laughs> yeah awesome all right uh next on the list then was uh what was at least at one point josh's most anticipated game of this year marvel's midnight suns yeah. re-emerging, ready to come out this october josh what did you think about marvel's midnight suns what did this look do for you uh
2: well i talked about this because i recorded um with psvg on sunday the trailer is fine it shows no gameplay
1: Nope, nothing. There
2: is a gameplay trailer out there. So for people who want to watch the gameplay, it is out there. I just didn't promote it very well, I don't think. Uh, If I'm going to be critical about the trailer, I don't like the redesign they did on the, uh, we'll call them, I guess, possessed heroes or villains. Um, Because in the original trailer, we saw more like they had like a green cloud to them or something. And now they're just kind of re like, they're changing the whole look of the character and the Hulk looks right. stupid. I think um, <laughs> Venom looks stupid, I think. Uh So there's certainly like things they changed that I didn't like as far as um character art, but otherwise like watching the gameplay, the gameplay still looks great. So I'm glad the gameplay is still intact. I can get yeah. over, the Hulk looking like a ram that for some yeah. reason, Uh I can get over that. Uh yeah. I don't love spider mans suit. I don't love what they did with um, Venom's possessed suit either, but or Sabretooth. He looks unrecognizable. Scarlet Witch, you have to know who Scarlet Witch is to realize that's who that is. Right. Um, and if I'm going to be honest with you, if you have Scarlet Witch has a possessed, Bad guy from Lilith, she's going to be unstoppable. So it's not realistic that she's even in the game, <laughs> and that's just the nerdy aspect of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I'm still, it's still my big anticipated title of the year. So I'm excited to uh, yeah. play it. I'm excited for people to see some gameplay.
1: I, I just thought it was very odd to choose not to show gameplay when you ha- when they had gameplay available and they just basically chose not to use it.
2: I really wish they did show that, yes.
1: So, uh, but yeah, Marvel's Midnight Sun's hitting October 7th, so still coming this year. Um, some probably quick hitters uh, Cuphead, the delicious last course, which we've known about for some time, coming out at the end of the month. Uh, Josh, any desire to jump back into some more Cuphead?
2: No but only because I'm not a masochist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we'll see. Obviously it looks great. It looks like all the other cuphead stuff, but definitely challenging as usual. So that's available at the end of the month. Um, then we got a new trailer for neon white, which I feel like neon white, you know, this speed running trade card using shooter parkour game, uh, I feel like they basically were like, what is all the buzzwords we can use and like throw them into a game? But it still looks cool. I mean, what are your thoughts on Neon White?
2: I remember seeing it last year. I thought it looked a little too hectic for me, and it still looks a little too hectic for me.
1: Yeah. But But I like the
2: idea. I think it's a cool idea.
1: Yeah, it's definitely unique. uh, Coming out June 16th to PC and Switch. Uh, Then we got uh, Midnight Fight Express. um, Yeah. Which is a game that had been made by a single person? A single father in Poland? Uh, Josh, thoughts on uh, Midnight Fight Express?
2: I think it looks really cool. I'm excited to try the gameplay because I also think games like this um, tend to look cool and don't usually deliver in the gameplay category, so uh, I I am looking forward to trying it.
1: Yeah, I agree. I do think it was funny, though, and this is not a knock because I know what they meant, but like Jeff Geely's like, this game made by one person, and then in the trailer it's like, story by the co-author of destiny 2. i'm like what happened to be made by one person like <laughs> people need help though so they totally fine uh but the yeah. game does look really cool uh something i definitely will keep my eye on and something i probably want to play uh we got some more information about warframe they actually have their TennoCon con coming up here in july so they didn't give us too much information josh what would make you play warframe
2: well i did play it so nothing
1: okay there we go <laughs> uh <laughs> so uh, we then got a couple of announcements from Hoyo v, HoYoVerse, Hoyo, HoYoVerse, uh, which is the the Genshin Impact people. They have rebranded uh, their studio. So we yeah. got two games from them: Honkai, Honkai Star Rail and Zenless Zone Zero. Uh, Josh, any either one of these games jump out to you? Any thoughts on these new HoYo games?
2: They both look great, just not not for me. So. I won't be playing
1: them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I i mean, I know it's not this simple, but I was like, Genshin in space. Genshin right. in a city. Like, you know, like, and I know that's and not what they are. it's very obvious but,
2: it's Genshin, like, based off of the art style. You can tell where yeah. it's from.
1: Yeah. And I, I mean, I think the art style, though, is really good. I think it works yeah. well. Like, I, I like it. But, yeah, just knowing what the time sync is, it's for Genshin. I, I cannot imagine myself playing either of these games, even though I think they're probably going to look look good and probably find an audience without much doubt. Yeah. Um, one of the games that I know a lot of people were super excited about, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. We finally hmm. got the release date coming June 16th, just a couple days from now. Uh, you know, they announced Casey Jones, they announced six player co-op, which looks crazy. Insane. Yeah. Uh Josh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, where you at?
2: <coughs> well, the biggest news is this is the the news they didn't explicitly tell you, uh, and that is that it's coming to Game Pass day one, which is pretty huge. Uh, and not what? even announced in the trailer, <laughs> it just said under the consoles, it just said Game Pass underneath yeah. it. So
1: <laughs> I was like, I knew I saw it, but that must have been why where I saw it. I was like, I knew I saw that there.
2: Yeah, it was like never explicitly stated. People had to like pull the screen grab to prove to people it was coming to Game Pass. Um, I love the idea that six player co op exists,
0: uh, uh, yeah.
2: it seems a little crazy to me, but hey, that's great. um yeah. I'm excited to play it. I'm glad that I don't have to buy it, although I would have I would have been buying it regardless. So it's really cool that we get this new, finally, uh, like a 16 bit remake.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Instead of all these 8 bit games. No. Uh, <laughs> now I think it looks cool. I'm excited to see where they take the story. They have some of my favorite characters um, featured in in some of the art for the game. I'm not sure how many will be actual bosses or. mini bosses or whatever but um i'm excited i can play it solo and then i'm excited if people want to play co-op i will never have a lack of availability to play because yeah there'll be six people available every time
1: (laughs) (laughs) so uh we also found out humankind the rts game is coming to console along with some dlc any interest in humankind josh i know you played it a little bit right
2: i played on pc um it's a game I would only play on PC. I certainly wouldn't play it on console. Um, just like I know Jurassic World Evolution Two is available on Game Pass on console, but I'm not about to play it on console. I'd rather play it on right. PC. Uh, that's just the type of game. So it was fun with what I played, and and I'm glad that people who have Xbox can play it now. But uh, Civilization type games, I have to, I I just really yeah. need to play on PC.
1: Oh, I hear you. Civ Rev is like the only one that I feel like has done it kind of okay. Yeah. Um uh we got a giant JRPG, uh, One Piece Odyssey. Yeah. Uh Joshua are, are you a one piece fan?
2: mm
1: I am not nope. either. I don't have time for a thousand episodes of anything. Uh <laughs> but what did you any thoughts on the game at all?
2: Uh let me see if I remember correctly. It looked weird. Right? <laughs> it looked weird. Uh Open World E? Yeah. Yeah i think it looks fine just not for me uh, yep. It kind of remind me of blue dragon a little bit if you remember yeah. that from og xbox
1: um they <coughs> excuse me we got a uh <laughs> english voice cast trailer for soul hackers 2 which is coming out in august which was basically like three lines of english so that was kind of a weird one yeah um i'm guessing not nothing no feelings about soul hackers too josh
2: no, I mean, it reminds me of Sword Art Online and I have just as much familiarity with the two titles, so I, I couldn't tell you the difference. <laughs>
1: gotcha. Uh, Cap- Capcom Arcade Second Stadium. So getting a whole bunch of uh, yeah. arcade games put into one uh, bundle again here. Josh, any desire to play some Capcom arcade games?
2: I love the concept. I, 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 I think it's cool that you can play all these games again. I like that they put out this work into background animations and everything. Um, so I'll, I'll keep my eyes up, but I'm not—I'm not about to drop fifty bucks or sixty or seventy dollars on
1: something Arcane I can collection.
2: just put on my NES Classic. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I hear you there. Uh, the game that I had mentioned, uh, Metal Hellsingers, uh, was shown. Like I said, I th- thought it was good enough that I downloaded the demo, and it's pretty great. So you should check it out. Yeah um another one then a game that was shown was called nightingale which is an upcoming shared world survival crafting game pass Uh, pass okay (laughs) josh is not into that who plays survival
2: games still
1: yeah it's true well they're making a lot of them so i know um we also found out that saints row is getting some dlc early which just basically is a character designer uh which is the boss factory which is available now i will say I thought this was really cool. I think anytime you have a game that is going to have a very uh, detailed uh, character creator, I think if you can get it out early and let people spend an hour or two or three designing their character before the game comes out, I think that's great. Uh, What were your thoughts, Josh?
2: I thought it looked interesting. I did download it. I haven't tried it yet, Um, but I do like that you can import your characters you create into the game. Uh, so that's fun. I I don't like the title. It's a little misleading because I thought it would be 10 times cooler if I could create an actual boss for Saints Row when it comes out. Yeah. That would have been so cool. Yeah. But we can't do that.
1: No, just you being a boss. So,
2: But that's okay. It's still cool. Yeah. I, I, I have it downloaded. I look forward to, to messing around with it a little bit.
1: Uh, So then we also heard from Bloomer Team, but it was not a Silent Hill remake. Instead, we're getting Layers of Fears. Yeah. Uh, Josh, you like Spooky Games? Are you excited to go back to the world of Layers of Fear and Layers of Fears?
2: Yeah, I thought this was actually a pretty big surprise. Maybe some people knew this was coming. I was trying to avoid uh, too many leaks. Yeah. Um, I think this is a perfect fit for Bloomer. It actually fits better than Silent Hill, I think. Because you're taking a more recent beloved game that actually I think it's a little bit more evolved than like the Silent Hill games we know. So it gives them a little bit more to work with. And I think that it plays right into um, that game that I'm forgetting that Team just did. I'm not forgetting the game. I'm just forgetting the title.
1: Yeah, that Xbox game that they yeah. came Yeah, the and it's also on PlayStation. The medium, the medium, that's right.
2: Yeah, it fits right in with the Medium, I think. It fits in perfectly. So um, I'm sure it'll be very scary. Uh, I look forward to seeing more from it because uh, I like the Layers of Fear
1: games. So, yeah, this is interesting because apparently it's like kind of a combination of the first two games in one game, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, but that they have changed and adjusted some of the things and like I never played the Layers of Fear game Layers of Fear game, but apparently you can't die in them, but that's not true this time. Right. Uh so yeah. So and we'll see what the what the consensus is on when that comes out, but still interesting nonetheless. Um we saw more about Gotham Knights. Josh, yeah. the more I see about this game, the less I want to play it. <laughs> I don't know what your thoughts are, but what what do you think about uh seeing a little Dick Grayson running around there in Gotham Knights?
2: Uh, I don't necessarily agree with you, but I also don't disagree with you. Uh, I've seen enough of the game that I need to see.
1: Uh
2: Uh, I do think that the more they show probably is not the best for them. Yeah. So maybe stop showing this clunky traversal for some of your characters (laughs) versus what seems to be like better traversal for other characters um so yeah i'm interested i'm if i'm going to be 100 percent honest i'm way more interested in the story than i am with all the combat they're showing us
1: yeah just because it's court of owls type stuff
2: yeah and just like batman's dead like that's that's not been told yet in the in the video yeah. games and yeah, is he Batman really dead kind of thing or,
1: like or dead. huh? yeah batman's quote-unquote dead right
2: i mean he, he does die in the comics so it's definitely possible that bruce uh-huh. wayne is dead uh-huh. um but we'll see where the story takes us
1: yeah uh we also got a trailer for warhammer 40k 40k dark tide yeah. um and these are fat sharks follow up um from the folks who made vermin 2 i will say you know I think secretly this is like one of the best like console exclusive games. Like the Warhammer 40k <laughs> games are like really good. Um and I don't know how many people play them, but they're always on Game Pass. They're a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, and this looked to just kind of continue that trend. But what were your thoughts on Darktide?
2: Uh I really enjoyed Vermintide and Vermintide 2. Um, I, I was fortunate not to play a multiplayer with some friends uh on PC. And yeah, it's essentially like Dynasty Warriors meets Doom. Like, uh, you're dealing with these waves of bad guys. Uh, in Vermintide, it was like old timey ish, like the time of bards and 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 things like that. So this is taking it to the future. It still looks really cool. I'm looking forward to playing it because uh, they're solid games. They're not to be taken too seriously, and that's yeah. and they know that. Uh, they i mean they are video tongue and cheeky and just like just it's just all about fun combat
1: yeah like i said they are video video games like oh they yeah, are for sure unabashed about what they are yeah uh and then kind of the show ended with uh a string of things for the last of us uh, we saw a first look at the last of us multiplayer which is coming um uh, next year or we we were told we'd find out more about it next year mm-hmm. um we basically got one piece of concept art which has led to a lot of speculation online about what this game is going to be so i don't know that that's maybe a topic for us for another day right um we also saw a little bit about the last of us hbo found out that um <clears throat> not only are pedro Pascal and bella ramsey going to be portraying joel and ellie but joel and ellie themselves are going to be in it in their own roles um as far as that goes uh josh what's your excitement level or hype level for the last of us tv show
2: well once they had a troy baker it went down considerably but (laughs) overall it looks interesting
1: he might die though josh
2: yeah but still he'll be in it
1: (laughs) uh and then the last announcement we got which was one of the big leaks earlier in the day was that the last of us part one a complete remake of the last of us from the ground up for playstation 5 is coming this september uh josh thoughts on replaying the last of us
2: it looks great. I don't know about replaying it since I never played it. So oh, that's maybe, right. You haven't
1: played it. That's maybe right.
2: Maybe the first time I play it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the first time, maybe. Um, I am part of the problem because obviously by buying this, but uh, I actually haven't played The Last of Us in a while, so this is some pretty good timing because I, oh, I actually haven't
2: played back. this game seven times in a row in a while. So I guess I'll <laughs> buy it. No, I much, I <laughs> only
1: played. I've only played The Last of Us totally through one time. So. Right. It's not what like I'm not like
2: pass. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like other
1: yeah, I'm not like other people who played it a ton. So um but yeah, so uh but yeah, so that was it. Uh Josh, overall thoughts on key three or Summer Games Fest. Overall thoughts. Yay, nay, eh.
2: It was fine. Uh we got some good stuff, we got some okay stuff, we got some not great stuff. I think it was a good show. I don't think it was a great show. Uh but I don't really know like what is the point of me not like what is the point of me saying it wasn't great like who's who's winning there like i I enjoy the content I saw, so okay. I think for the most part, I mean we're like b b plus cat like like area
1: so of the games that were shown, how many of the games do you think you'll actually end up playing
2: oh boy i I, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> uh, there's a lot of definite definitely playing games. I don't know, I think, I don't know that we saw anything so surprising to me that I didn't realize it was coming out. Like, we didn't have that moment where I was like, oh my God, I have to play this game. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm planning on playing this game. (laughs) Like, oh oh yeah, I'm also planning on playing this game. So uh, if I'm going to scroll through this real quick and try to find like a stellar win, I don't. I didn't see a game that I was like, I I didn't know this was coming and I have to play it. And I think that's where yeah. we get more at the game awards than then maybe summer games fast.
1: Yeah. And I think that's why, what the problem with the show being two hours to me is, is that there is not enough to keep me engaged. Like I said, yeah. I watched it after the, after the fact Um, it was very odd. Like all the interviews that they did with people were super weird. Yeah. And like, just, Awkward, and it was like people felt like they had like to kiss Jeff keely's butt. It was just really bizarre. Yeah, um, that guy was like,
2: "Jeff, I really wanted to take take the yeah, time to thank so you weird. for uh, having us here." Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was so it <laughs> was script. it was so yeah, it was so
1: <laughs> odd. And I think for better or for worse, part of it is that at the start of the show, like was games that we had just seen like a week ago um the vast majority of it which i guess keely did say like the day before was all for the most part was all stuff we knew existed or had yeah, seen
2: he waited his uh, time to tell us that though
1: he did wait his time and could you imagine josh if you like paid to go to an imax theater to see this no <laughs> <laughs> that, you know like and that's just where i'm like oh come on and even like i said like the things that i know i'm going to play like call of duty modern warfare 2 like i don't think that trailer was like all, all, that great like i i still want to play the game just because i still haven't played vanguard i haven't even bought vanguard yet yeah um uh, but like I, I have an itching to go back to that but i mean there was maybe four or five games on here that i'm like yes i will probably play those uh and for two hours like to me that's that's a ton of time to have like four games now maybe i'm just getting old and crotchety because i will say i i feel like my my um excitement level about gaming just in a general is is lower than it has been in a long sure. time Nothing wrong uh, with that, but, but I just was not overall really impressed. Like, I, I think it's pretty sad that the thing that like got the biggest reaction from me was a game making fun of another game for not existing yet. Right. And that was like, a simulator <laughs> 3 thing, right? Like, what does that say about me right now as, as someone who plays games? So uh, overall, I wasn't super impressed. And like I said, I know, Josh, you said, like, well, what's the point of saying that, you know, you didn't like something? I, I, I don't know that this was worth the time I spent watching it. That, sure. That's, and that makes you know,
2: sense. I hear you on that. Yeah.
1: So, and and that's the big thing is just, that I don't know that I got enough joy or satisfaction out of this for the amount of time that I put into it. So, yeah, but yeah. So that was e- key three. Um, he did say at the end that they're coming back uh, next year, both online and in person, uh, which is funny because E3 had just said the same thing. Yeah, uh, So we'll see how that goes next year, but uh, let's maybe transition Josh and, you know, see, keep talking about games. We're talking about some other games uh, with, sunday's xbox and bethesda showcase
2: yeah so uh i joined place some video games and live streamed uh with donnie and Haley and delvin for the xbox bethesda showcase and well i mean i guess well we'll do the we'll do the the rehearsed speech first kyle did you i know you watched some of it because you were in the chat yeah. did you watch the whole thing live
1: I did watch the whole thing live, yes.
2: Okay, Uh, cool. So let's get into the show. So it opens with Redfall. Redfall is a game I constantly keep forgetting about, almost as if I have short-term memory loss. Um, I will say, uh, watching this trailer really made me more interested in this game again, or for the first time, I'm not sure. It really, for me... It really reminded me of like Far Cry 5 meets Supernatural, like vampires. Um, And I couldn't tell if they were like leaning into it, but it certainly feels like Hope County to me in a big way, Uh, which is not a bad thing. What did you think about Redfall?
1: Well, I will say I did like the fact that at the start of the showcase, Xbox basically came out. Well, they did this after Redfall. But they said that like, hey, we're going to be focusing on games that are going to be coming out in the next 12 months yes. with as much gameplay as possible. Um, and I think that's good because they have gotten the feedback, especially in recent years, that their their conferences had had a lot of cinematic trailers, but not a lot of gameplay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I think coming out and coming out with a gameplay trailer right away is great. Uh, Redfall still looks good to me. Um, I, I think it looked good before. I, I th- The problem that I've always had is that and I know I'm in the minority when it comes to this. I don't like the feeling of Arcane's games in general. Like, I just don't like the feel yeah. of playing with them. The same thing happened to me with Deathloop. The same thing happened to me with Dishonored. I know some people love them. I just generally haven't. Will I check out Redfell? Absolutely. I just don't anticipate it's going to be something that's going to... I'm going to stick with it because of how it feels. Maybe it'll feel totally different and I'll stick with it. This will be yeah. the one that hits for me. Uh, but it's definitely... I'm definitely interested enough that I want to keep paying attention to it for sure.
2: Well, what really worried about me is it has this uh, Left for Dead feel.
1: Yeah, big time. And I'm
2: worried about that because it's not been firing on all cylinders. If we look at Back for Blood and how just like poorly that was received. Yeah. It just makes me worried. Um <laughs> so also Redfall, Massachusetts is not a real place, just so everybody knows. <laughs>
1: Quick, go incorporate it. Incorporate it soon.
2: <laughs> so yeah, so you're right that they, they talked about everything that we're gonna see in the showcase will be out in the next twelve months which is pretty huge and yeah. i think they didn't say this outright but almost almost and maybe even every game is coming to game pass day one
1: i think the only thing that didn't have the game pass thing well there was st- like overwatch didn't but it's free to oh. play which will obviously it's um, free and to play. i don't think and diablo 4 didn't not um, yet but at th- least yeah yeah not yet at least but i think everything else i think said it was coming to Game Pass. Day. Well. Yeah,
2: that's pretty huge for them. And, and adding to that is a game I'm not excited about, but I know a lot of people are. And that was our next game, which is Hollow Knight. Silk Song, long rumored to be on a Nintendo Direct, not an Xbox showcase. Yeah. Um, showed its face. Finally. Confirmed. Yep. Hollow Knight Silk Song. I played Hollow Knight. I thought it was fine. I think you <laughs> really liked Hollow Knight no really? i also
1: thought it, i also thought it was fine like okay, I, yeah <laughs> we're 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 the podcast that apparently doesn't really like games that everyone else likes apparently uh yeah i thought it was fine like will i play it on on game pass potentially uh but it also isn't something mm. that i'm like oh i need to go back to this game now Maybe it'll play better because i didn't play it on my switch and i yeah. hate the switch controls uh but <clears throat> like i said uh yeah, everyone thought this was going to be a Nintendo thing. That's like for every Nintendo direct that has happened, everyone has been like, "Where's Silk Song? Where's Silk Song?" Yeah. Uh, and Xbox is like, "Over here," because we gave them our money.
2: <laughs> They're like, "What's that one game that can run still run good on the Switch?" Oh, the Hollow Knight <laughs> sequel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I probably won't play this just because I just didn't enjoy Hollow Knight enough. But I'm glad that it's here on Game right. Pass. Yeah. Also, for the people who yep. want to play it. So happy for those people. Uh, For me, might have been my highlight of the show, maybe. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We got a trailer for High on Life from Squanch Games. I think the funniest part was hearing Donnie watch this trailer not having played um, Trover or Accounting Plus, and I was like, He's like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately knew it was from Justin Roiland. Uh So we got Squanch Games, uh, Justin Rayland Game Studio uh, from uh, his work on Rick and Morty and um, Solar Opposites, a Hulu show. Uh, yeah, and it's if you play Trover Saves the Universe, you can play it in VR. You can also play it non-VR. But it, it certainly has that feel. Of Trover, you have guns that talk to you, well, you have weapons that talk to you um and they seem they are very animated and they have mouths and big eyes, and the bad guys are interesting. It's a very funny trailer. What did you think of the trailer for high on life?
1: Uh I thought it was pretty funny um i i I haven't played trover i'm not I feel like I'm like the one person who isn't like a rick and morty fan like i i never really <laughs> watched it so i I'm not saying that i don't like it i've just never watched it so i, I really don't have an opinion on it yeah. at all um so if, i know others were like super stoked about this i was like i guess this is fine because like i said for me personally this does nothing uh <laughs> yeah. but i'll i mean i'll, I'll probably try it because it's gonna be on game pass so i'll probably yeah. give it a whirl we'll see you know
2: i think it looks incredible uh i think xbox's biggest news of the show happens next maybe potentially one of the biggest news. Yeah. Uh, pieces where um a figurehead from riot games came out now riot games doesn't necessarily have the best PR for itself in the past couple of years
1: they've been getting they've been doing a lot of
2: better so. yeah. for sure uh but riot games comes out and they I mean they didn't beat around the bush Kyle they just said hey uh we got all these games you know you know us for these games League of Legends yeah. uh League of Legends Wild Rift, which is a PC game, Legends of Runeterra, Teamfight Tactics, which is like one of the highest rated Twitch games still, and Valorant, another one of the highest rated Twitch streamed games, at least at one point it was. I'm not sure currently. Uh, We're getting all these games on Xbox-ish, PC and Xbox and mobile, not really Xbox, Uh, but Game Pass, and that's the big one, right? So, we're gonna get League of Legends on PC, all champions unlocked, which is insane to me that that is something they can do. What about the people? <laughs> what about the people who bought those characters? Uh, uh sucks to League, be of Legend- <laughs> League of Legends Wild Rift on mobile, all champions unlocked. Legends of Runeterra, uh, The Foundation set is unlocked on PC and mobile. T-Fight Tactics, select Little Legends are unlocked on PC and mobile. And Valorant, all Agents unlocked on PC. I think, uh, what a great move for Riot. Imagine all the new players are going to get to their plethora of games. Will they all stay? Who knows? But like, what a great... I think if you're adopting League of Legends now, you're not like the you're not the target audience for League of Legends. So <laughs> the more player base they can get, the better, right? At this point. Uh what did you think about this announcement?
1: i just thought it was funny that you know during this showcase you uh gave me a hard time about you <laughs> yeah. know being a playstation gamer and playing a game from 10 years ago being excited about a game from 10 years ago did, yeah. well you know here's xbox being like hey look we have this game from 14 years ago <laughs> and it's the biggest news of our of our conference You're uh but I, a year old <laughs> Valor does, Valor does, yeah but um I, I was when they started this conference when they when this started i was like why does this matter these are all free to play games like like what's the big deal about them coming to game pass when it's free to play and then they're like oh we're gonna give you all the champions and i was like oh man like because that is huge right that's like a big big change for that granted you know for legends of rutera it's a certain set that you get in addition as far as cards go uh valorant obviously been around less time but like i mean if you want to spend some money in valorant (laughs) you still easily can do that because man their customization stuff is expensive (laughs) um but no this is pretty cool Uh, i will say it's uh (laughs) <laughs> you know, Xbox always prides itself on having like these really welcoming communities, and now yeah. you're going to expose people to the league of much <laughs> So, I see where you're you, going. Know, you know, like we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, that's all okay. Uh, but no, I, I do think this is big. I, I do think, you know, I this is the hard part about this for me is that. Other than Legends of Runeterra, which I thought about playing, like none of these are games for me. Like I played League of Legends for like three weeks and like hated it, you know, and am I going to go back now knowing absolutely like remembering nothing and trying to figure out which one of these 180 or whatever it is heroes I'm going to be like or champions. I'm like, ah, no, this isn't for me. But overall, my my I've discovered over the last two days or last week or so, I'm very odd in my my gaming habits i think um i think overall this is big um and i think this will bring a lot of people to um game pass because even if you're a regular league player like why wouldn't you just get this on game pass now because if you do even have five champions that you didn't have unlocked now you just have them you know so why wouldn't you just you know move over to game pass um for the game and, and pay a subscription for the game that you play you know for hundreds of hours a month so yeah i thought this was big for sure
2: Cool. We're good. Uh, speaking of big, we have our long-awaited sequel to A Plague Tale. Uh, we got some gameplay, some new gameplay for A Plague Tale Requiem. I think uh, it still looks great. Uh, I don't know that it's as jaw-dropping as A Plague Tale was because I think that game came out of nowhere and it was arguably one of the better-looking games of that console generation uh, when it came out, but it does, it did... Focus on some new um, gameplay elements, which had like sneaking under tables, um, some new weapons, some new abilities. Uh, If if you haven't played the first Plague Tale, I would say if you're even remotely interested in this trailer, it's an easy recommendation from the two of us. But what did you think about the trailer for A Plague Tale Requiem?
1: still looks good just kind of curious when that game's gonna come out i know that we are getting a release date announcement later this month but yeah uh just you know just wondering when i'm gonna get to play it because this is still a game that yeah plague tale was surprised me how much i enjoyed it and i'm definitely down to play the sequel for sure
2: nice cool well next up we have the long-awaited re uh return and announcement of forza motorsport we don't have an uh uh a number on this one it's just going to be called forza motorsport and uh, i don't know that we have to say too much about it it is the next generation of forza motorsport uh there is a better video out of gameplay that you can watch it's about five minutes long as opposed to this trailer which is i think like a minute and a half long um i think it looks very impressive Uh, i don't think to people who've I lost my headphones Hold on, The battery died. But I'm sure I can still talk to you, right?
1: You still can, yeah. Okay,
2: good. So I'll talk to you while I replace my battery. Now, I don't think we saw anything crazy different than what you would see in Forza Horizon. I think you're just looking at... We didn't really see the focus on the tuning that I think people expected. I dropped my battery on the phone? <laughs> uh, but that being said another big exciting announcement for people waiting for it right this is a game that just people were kind of holding on to knowing it's coming just not knowing when right so i think that's good it's good that we yeah. have a date ish we have a time
1: yeah timeline. spring 23 <laughs> yeah
2: yeah and uh yeah what did you think about the trailer any nah. anything any move any needles for you
1: no, and, you know, I'm not a racing guy, so not surprising. But no, I mean, for the <laughs> graduate, none of them have ever done anything for me. So it's fine. I'm happy cool. for people who like racing games.
2: Right. <laughs> right. Same, 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 same. Speaking of another niche audience, uh, Flight Simulator is announcing its 40th anniversary. With the trailer that is saying, for the first time ever, we are adding some new types of planes and helicopters, which I think is pretty cool. I guess yeah. I didn't realize helicopters weren't included. Uh, but not only are we getting uh, air, like airplanes, that doesn't make sense, water planes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, drones, gliders, uh, airbus, helicopters, we're also getting... The Pelican from Halo.
1: Yeah, we are.
2: And space, apparently, it shows it going to space. I don't know what the what that means for the flight simulator. <laughs> uh, but it's happening. What do you think? Uh, have you even have you played the new flight simulator? And
1: nope.
2: You have no interest. I'm assuming no
1: interest in it. No, not at all. Not for me. Again, really glad that for those who like these sorts of things that they have the option. Just not a a thing for me.
2: That. That I mean, I, I yeah, that makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. Uh, next up, the Kyle game of the show Blizzard shows up, of course, with a brand new look at Overwatch 2. Uh, not only do we get a new look at Overwatch 2, we get a new look at a new character, a new hero, as they call it. Yeah, that hero will be called the Junker Queen. Uh, We also found out that it will be player later this year with free-to-play games set to go into early access on October 4th. I'm not going to pretend to know what I'm talking about. Why don't you tell me about what we saw in Overwatch (laughs) 2?
1: Well, it just was, you know, uh, additional refinements and showings of things that, you know, we, we've been seeing in the beta that they did and all that good stuff and small things that you could pick out if you were really played a lot of Overwatch. You could see that there's like weapon charms that are now available, uh, a lot of the graphical tweaks and like we saw some new character models that we hadn't seen yet um, and, a, and a few other gameplay things just with. <clears throat> kind of how like emp works and, and how that was working interacting with or how um nana was working with sombra when she emp'd and a couple of things that might seem like they're either different or old things that they just hadn't taken on the trailer yet to adjust for how they're working now right. so that was kind of some things that are working on there uh the you know the rumor of overwatch going free to play has been around for a really long time so it's not surprising at all that that's coming out october 4th um it is kind of weird to be like hey we're coming out october 4th in early access Yeah, for our free-to-play thing so it's not like out out october 4th which is a little bit weird uh there is a new another there's an overwatch live stream this week i think thursday um that's going to kind of go over a little more in depth like what the future plans are for overwatch between now and that october 4th date um what i'm really hoping is not true is what i'm hoping is that you know we have sojourn who is a new hero that was just released during this beta phase now we saw junker queen which is going to be part of Um, this early access part on October 4th, like is Junker Queen coming sooner than that? Or is it literally going to be only two new heroes by the time the game releases into early access (laughs) on October 4th? Because that's going to be super disappointing. And the other thing that's interesting about this is from a competitive standpoint, that's like at the end of the final stage, of the overwatch league season right before like the grand finals for overwatch league. So what does that mean as far as like for that organization rule set, like what, what characters are gonna be available, all that stuff. So um, it was interesting. It was something that we kind of had an an inkling was coming because they're like, Hey, we have this like stream that's coming up, but watch for stuff leading up to it. So like we knew something was probably coming soon ish if you're kind of in the overwatch community. Uh, But it was nice to see, you know, uh, they do a good job with their character cinematics. I'm sure we'll get the full one um later this week with joker queen but yeah we'll we'll see what happens i'm still playing the game all the time um so i'm interested to see kind of what the actual what does all this actually mean which hopefully we'll find out this week so yeah
2: nice okay cool 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 uh next up we saw ara history untold it's really just a cinematic trailer of what is probably going to be an rts game uh not very clear as far as it goes civilization slash rts um so yeah What do you think? (laughs) Nope. Pass. Same. It doesn't, you know, they didn't show any gameplay, so I I don't even have a take on it. It's just another civilization game. Yep. Uh, Speaking of boring games, Fallout 76, The Pit, (laughs) uh, which is their new expansion that's due in September. Uh, It also marks the 13th major update for Fallout 76, a game I didn't know they were still updating. Where where do you land on Fallout 76 and its expansions?
1: I have zero desire to play it.
2: Yeah, cool. We'll move right on past that. Oh, <laughs> I'm looking. There's another game we can move quick, quick on past. It's not this one, though. We did get uh, the not-so-secret, rumored Forza Horizon 5 DLC, which is Hot Wheels. Uh, <clears throat> makes perfect sense to me. They took a year off, and they had LEGO last year. And two years ago, or two two games ago, we had Hot Wheels. Now we're back. We're back with Hot Wheels. I'm excited. I can't wait to play some more Hot Wheels. My son is more excited than I am, which makes me (laughs) happy. Uh, So yeah, July 19th. It's not too far away. With with what they've done with Forza Horizon Five and the customizable stuff too, like I'm really excited to see what they let people do with Hot Wheels as well. Um. I'm excited. Uh, Typically in Forza, it's a different part of a map that you have to go to, which will probably still be the same because I'm looking at a still image and it has some mountains that are clearly not on the regular map currently. (laughs) So this probably will be uh, a different area. Uh, I know you're not a big racing game guy. I'm assuming this doesn't get you more interested in Forza. Tell me anyway.
1: I mean, I think it looks fun. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with it at all. Um, Like, I watched it. I was like, hey, that looks like a good time. Like, I think that's probably really, really fun. Um, How much is the DLC? I
2: don't know yet. It's probably, if I'm going to base it off previous DLCs, it's going to be between 20 and 30 bucks.
1: Okay. That seems totally reasonable. Like I said, it it looks really, really fun. I think if I was into Forza more, uh, I would definitely be into this for sure.
2: Yeah, plus it's DLC for a game that you got for free, essentially with your Game Pass
1: subscription. So
2: you're not really feeling like you're giving too much money over.
1: Yeah, 100%.
2: At least that's how I rationalize Uh, it. Next game is ARK 2. We saw a cinematic trailer again Yeah. (laughs) for a game uh, that we can only just imagine is just graphically superior to ARK and probably is the same exact (laughs) game. Uh, I have no interest in ARK 2. Even you could add 10 Vin Diesels. I would be not many more excited. (laughs) How about you?
1: Yeah, I have no desire to play this game.
2: Okay, good. Let's move on. Scorn. Now we're into body horror. Yeah, we are. If you want to, just go ahead and look up Alana Pierce's tweet where she basically (laughs) won the internet today. Uh, You can check that out. But essentially i mean we're a, we're a pg show here so i'll keep my thoughts to myself uh but on the xbox show i definitely didn't hold back uh yeah it's essentially an HR giger um fan film game <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know what to say about this game we got a date october 21st which you have to you have to imagine at this point they have to stick to that date yeah uh because it's been so delayed. But I am super excited to play this game. Where's your where's your what's your excitement level for Scorn?
1: Uh not very high. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just like I said I'm getting I I am warming back up to horror more than I used to, sure. uh, but I this is not right now it, it, yeah, it's not super high on my list of type of horror that I'm into. So um I I'm not going to like not play it. Uh, but I think it'll take quite a bit. Um, if it comes with positive reviews, I might jump in like a little earlier. But this yeah. is going to definitely be a back burner game for me.
2: Sure. Well, speaking of games, we don't really know what they're going to be when they come out. We have Flintlock, the Siege of Dawn, which is uh, a new game. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it is.
2: It's by the studio who did Ashen. Uh, so. Maybe it'll take some cues from the combat from Ashen, which I actually enjoyed. yeah, uh, it definitely seems to have similar combat. The world is definitely uh more vibrant and uh, and and exciting than the ashen world, so I'll be curious to see they have all these um triangle like things in the trailer. they did not really explain yeah. how they work. I'm not sure if they're like teleporty or time travel or waypointy um they do show the char- main character interact with them a little bit uh but how does flintlock the siege of dawn uh seem to you
1: uh this is something i'm going to keep an eye on it's not something that i was like oh this is amazing i need to play it immediately um because obviously you know it's not coming out until next year like there's still some time to like refine things a little bit it looked really stiff to me it did yeah but, a little bit yeah. you know so that was kind of my uh, i don't know but Uh, i'm intrigued i'm interested uh it definitely is not a a jump out day one in in play uh but i am definitely something that if they show more in the future i'll definitely be interested to see what it is for sure
2: nice okay next up is minecraft legends uh i don't know by all accounts this seems to be uh a minecraft age of empires game maybe uh i had a hard time like nailing down what this game is going to be, but it's not going to be Minecraft as you know it. Uh, It looks to have uh, some elements of like an Age of Empires slash some elements of a Warriors game. Uh, Really hard to tell. They do list it as an action strategy game, so it's going to be some sort of hybrid game. Uh, Do you have any interest? I know we both played Minecraft Dungeons, so uh, does this interest you at all?
1: You know, Minecraft Dungeons was uh, more fun than I thought it would be. So I am willing to give them a shot <clears> and see if this, you know, I think they're calling it an action strategy game. Um, I'm willing to give it a shot and see what it's like. Not typically a, a, a genre that I'm super into. But like I said, they they surprised me with Minecraft Dungeons. So I will give Minecraft Legends a shot as well.
2: Nice. Well, well moving on to another well potential RTS kind of game. It looks uh, like Slime Rancher meets uh no man's sky i guess light year <laughs> frontier is the game <clears throat> where you play as a mech and as they describe it a non-combative open world farming adventure so that's a one sentence to make me lose interest in the game real quick <clears throat> i think it looks cool graphically it looks yeah. uh, i like the art style but that you know i i, I don't know that I have time for what this game wants me to do. Uh, I know you liked that farm game on PlayStation 5.
1: Does I did. Does that
2: also mean you are interested in this game?
1: I am. Yeah. I have time for what this game is offering. Uh, I actually, I while I was watching the live stream, all of you were all like poo-pooing this pretty hardcore, I felt like. Yeah. And I was like, I think this looks really fun. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like I, I, I'm down sometimes for just an easy breezy. Like let's, let's build some, some, let plant some crops and harvest those crops and use those crops to build this thing. And like when that is like the extent of the entire game, um, I I kind of like those things. I I don't like them as much when it's like, Hey, here's this like, and you know, we'll talk about a game like this later, but like, Hey, here's this like really deep RPG that now you have to build a base. And as part of that base, you have to build all these things. Like, but then you also have to go like, then I don't really like that sort of stuff. But like when that is just the game, um, I, I do tend to like it. So yeah, this actually I thought looked pretty fun. Um, it is definitely, uh, it'll, it is something I will definitely try out when it releases for sure.
2: Nice. All right, let's move quicker because I didn't realize the pace that we which we were moving and how many more <laughs> games we had to talk about.
1: There's a lot still. Yeah.
2: So Gunfire Reborn was next announced. That's a game I talked about previously that I have played on PC. Uh, as it's described, it is a level-based adventure game featuring FPS, roguelite and RPG elements. Uh, yeah, but is. what I talked about in the game was essentially you play like this cat creature, you have a gun, and it is very much uh, like a Borderlands slash uh, in style game where you get different weapons as you play through. You're not expected to live through each run. You upgrade your weapons, you find new weapons, you unlock new weapons, etc. It's a lot of fun. I'm really happy it's coming to Game Pass because it means more people will play it. Indeed. And that is a win. So uh you will do the same thing. If you have more to say about a game, you stop me. Otherwise good. Uh, we'll I will probably going. try
1: I will try this game out, but we'll see how much it hooks me.
2: Okay, cool. And I think it has co-ops so we can definitely play together. Uh the next game up is called The Last Case of Benedict Fox. It has well, I mean, it's two D side scrolling, as they call it. Metroidvania definitely seems to take place in the uh, Lovecraftian universe, or at least seems that's like what it. they're really hinting at,
1: or some inspiration um, from that. At least,
2: speaking of flashback, like it totally has some flashback vibes. It has like shadow conspiracy vibes. Yeah, uh, Limbo, uh, Ori, all these different vibes seems pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, I thought it looked pretty cool. I'll definitely give it a shot when it comes out.
2: I'll keep my eye on it. Next up, we have As Dusk Falls. This is the game I took my bathroom break at. Yeah. I have no interest in this game. I uh, really have, a, for some reason, strong distaste for the art style. Mm-hmm. Um, Just have no interest in it. How about you?
1: Yeah, you know, the art style is a def- definite choice that's going to work for some people and really not work for others. Uh, I'm not saying I would never play this game, but I would definitely need to get some pretty solid reviews slash praise for me to jump in.
2: Sure. Next up is Naraka, Blade Point, a game I have previously talked about playing on Steam. It is coming on June 23rd, actually, uh, next yeah. week, to uh, PC and Xbox on Game Pass. Um this is a 60 player PvP Battle Royale hero-based um, game where uh, it plays, it's third person, it plays more like a ghost of Tsushima style game where once you do like max out your special, you can summon creatures to help you depending on which character you have. Each character has their own special ability. Uh, I really enjoyed it on PC. I can't wait to play it um on console as well and see how it runs you have any interest in the rackable ugly
1: it looks cool not not certain i'll be playing it anytime soon
2: sure i mean i wanted to play that vampire one too and i didn't play that either <laughs> uh blood hunt right uh next up is pentiment a game that you couldn't pay me to play how do you feel about this one
1: <laughs> uh i might give it a shot this is funky looking enough that i might give it a whirl
2: yeah, okay, it's 2D uh, side-scrolling RPG. Uh, I don't know that I could describe it in words to give it justice. So go watch the trailer if you're interested in uh, Pentiment. <laughs> uh, Grounded. We could probably skip right over Grounded, a game that lots of people have been playing. It's getting its full release uh, in September, so you can yep. go back into the world of Grounded and play as a tiny little boy or girl trying to not get killed by spiders or ants. That's right. And you probably have to like follow. I think that's a prerequisite <laughs> to like this game. Uh, er, been? Shadow Legacy is the next game. This game looked interesting to me. Um, I don't know that we saw too much gameplay to really tell us anything about the game. Um, but as it's described, it's a stylish third-person isometric ninja style action game that looks very cool, according to Games Radar. That's not <laughs> in the uh, press release. Uh, you do get to use uh, stealth in the game as well, where you see the protagonist turning into a black mist to traverse heights and slip through vents. Uh, it will be on Game Pass, of course. It's published by Raw Fury, the people who did Sable. Any interest in Erebon? shadow Uh, legacy
1: i mean i i wasn't like woohoo let's get it but i also wasn't like no way so again this is one of those that it's on game pass so if there's nothing else i'm playing i might give it a shot but it's not something that i'm like sitting at the edge of my seat for yeah i hear you honestly probably forget about it until it comes out
2: okay well (laughs) i i probably agree with you and when i say probably i mean i definitely agree with you uh next up we finally saw some actual Set in stone gameplay for Diablo 4. Yeah. And a new character. And when I yeah. say new character, I just mean an old character who is added to the new roster. <laughs> <laughs> so it starts off with a trailer for the Necromancer being added. We did get a deeper dive into Diablo 4 as well, which was arguably more impressive. I do want to talk about one thing that really impressed me with the Diablo 4 footage is we saw three-dimensional traversal of a map where we saw a part on the map where a character dropped down a cliff like 15 feet. That's never been done in the Diablo game before. I know that sounds maybe crazy to some people, but Diablo has always kept you on this like one plane minus stairs or dungeons. Um and it also heavily featured the blood wave.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I can't if you wait.
2: Have a cool animation like that, you should heavily feature yeah. that all the time. I mean,
1: I can't wait till Diablo Five when they let you jump.
2: <laughs> we don't need to jump in Diablo. Yeah, <laughs> jumping is important.
1: <laughs> in fact, it in seems 4. unnecessary. Like,
2: <laughs> uh, so I don't know about you, but for me, um, I got I got all I got everything I need from that trailer um, for Diablo Four, like. They showed me enough. I don't need to see more Diablo 4. It, the, it looks so crisp. It looks so smooth. It looks next-gen. It really is such a big step up graphically. And I'm just talking character animations. Because, I mean, you could argue, like, the levels are pretty drab, as they've always been. They're dark, Diablo-ish. But the character animations, character models, character customization, they're really taking huge steps forward for Diablo um so you know rest in peace to all those switch players who won't be able to play (laughs) diablo over 20 frames uh sorry switch guys i gotta get at you somehow i'm a switch player
1: (laughs) are you josh are you really
2: yeah i mean i could be playing disc Elysium on my pc and i'm choosing to play it on the switch which is a mistake Uh, (laughs) what did you think of diablo 4 and what we saw
1: I don't know. I mean, I, Diablo has always been a game that I think is totally fine. That I just sure. I I like it less than the people who really like Diablo. Um, so yeah, I thought it totally seemed fine. Um, this is not a game though that I'm like going to be there day one for, as seems to be the sentiment for me for most of these games. Sure. Um, yeah. No, I, I thought it looked good. Um, I, I obviously give you a hard time about you know maybe Diablo five to let you jump. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't need that. I, I have played quite a bit of Diablo three on my Switch actually. Yeah. Uh, so it, it it is a good time. Uh, but like. It's just one of those things that I really have to be in the mood for. Um, but it, it looked good. It definitely did look very good.
2: Sure. Diablo 3 runs incredible in the Switch. Honestly, no sarcasm. It's probably the best Switch game out there. <laughs> uh, we can skip over Sea of Thieves. I guess we'll talk about Sea of Thieves Season 7 lets you, uh, I guess, officially be the captain of your own ship.
1: I, I thought it was so weird because I was like, <laughs> are you kind of already? The, but I get what they're saying now. Like officially you can like name your ship and you can yeah, customize yeah, it
2: more. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Season seven hits July twenty first, and we're just going to move. We're just going to move right on past Sea of Thieves. Uh, the next game is a game called Ravenlock. It is by the studio who did Echo Generation, and that should all that should be the only thing I need to tell you. Either yeah. you liked Echo Generation or you didn't, and if you did, this game seems like a perfect fit for you. And if you didn't, skip it. <laughs> what did you think about Ravenlock?
1: Uh, it was definitely a uh, unique, unique art style of like how they kind of do everything, and it's just I, I think that's just what they do. Uh, but where like some things are like kind of like pixely, like Minecrafty, and other things are not. It just it's a weird art style and art direction that they have, so it's quite a looker. Um, yeah. I, I'm definitely interested in it. I this is another game that I will probably keep more of an eye on than I will other things in the showcase because I thought it looked pretty interesting. So
2: sure okay next up we have cocoon this screams a kyle game if i've ever seen one uh (laughs) it is considered an indie of course it is an indie uh it is a uh debut game from geometric interactive and it's coming out next year straight into game game pass it's a puzzle game (laughs) (laughs) uh one of the principal creators from Beyond behind a uh, Play that's Inside in Limbo is also involved, so as they say, it'll be weird, wonderful, and probably a little haunting. Any interesting cocoon?
1: Uh, I just love the fact that you kind of made a comment at the beginning of the trailer about what it looked like something was and then Vagina. something birthed and then something birthed out of it. <laughs> so you were kind of right. Um yeah, I mean I'll check this out. I, I like a good puzzle game, so I'll give it a whirl. Uh it looked interesting. Uh the the graphics and everything looked um Cool, like it definitely has this, its own, you know, unique style to it. Uh so yeah, yeah. I'll give it a shot. I like the good bottles of the game.
2: Very cool. Well, next up we have WoLong Fallen Dynasty. It's by Team Ninja. Yeah. Uh so for anyone like me who's been waiting for Wulong to come out, I think on PlayStation, uh, we have, I guess, an alternative universe, no, same universe alternative game. Uh by all accounts, the game trailer teases it's gonna be more like a Dynasty Warriors game, at least for what I gathered from the trailer. Um, but for anyone who was unfamiliar, it's really just like heavily focused on this uh, uh Chinese mythology of uh, the Monkey King. I don't know if the Monkey King is in this trailer, but uh probably adjacent to the Monkey King stories. Uh I thought it was some cool CG, but we didn't really get any gameplay. What did you think about a Wolong?
1: Yeah, I mean, it looks like to be a kind of a mashup of Neo versus meets Dynasty Warriors. Um, So yeah. maybe not quite as huge numbers as Dynasty Warriors, you know, to kind of meet that Neo combat. It looks interesting. Um, I, I don't tend to be a huge fan of uh, either of those games. So I, d- I don't know how much this is totally for me. Yeah. Uh, but, Uh, Again, I mean, I thought it looked neat. It was a a very good tone piece as far as the trailer goes, but I definitely want to see more gameplay before I pass judgment.
2: Yeah. Uh, Well, now we're going to get into the untouched market for Microsoft. They came out (laughs) and they talked about uh, how much of a focus they have on really trying to get this Western audience, which they have yet to be able to lock down for Xbox. I think they had one good month this year where they actually surpassed Uh, PlayStation sales in Japan, but I think that hasn't happened again, but I don't know. I haven't Googled it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That being said, uh, they did announce some games, but we're starting off with Persona coming to Game Pass. So we're getting Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royal, or it's not Royal because there's no E. Uh, They're all coming to Xbox consoles. This is part of a new partnership with Microsoft and Atlas. So I would uh, imagine we're going to see a lot more than just these three games in the future. Uh, I could care less, but I know you're a Persona (laughs) fan. Yeah. Uh, Whether or not you're going to play these games on Xbox, what does this mean to you as a Persona fan?
1: I think it's just good that more people get to play the games. It is kind of... um funny that you're getting a PlayStation portable game, a PlayStation Vita game, like yeah. see what the power of the series <laughs> X can do to those games. Uh So that is kind of funny, but no, they're, they're great games. They're very unique games that there really isn't something like this on Xbox. Um So it'll, it'll, it's going to be a great opportunity to expose Persona to more people. Uh Persona is obviously a, a series that is well revered, but it's definitely not for everyone. You know, this is persona five is like after 10 hours, you have maybe potentially finished the, the, um like the tutorial like, tutorial yeah like yeah. <laughs> it takes a long time to get into these games and you know you're looking at spending a 100 plus hours to finish these and that's you know uh on the low end sometimes so uh, i think it's great to to give more su- people the opportunity to play it um i've thought about going back because i actually never played persona 3 but i definitely played persona 4 and persona 5 um and i've you know have thought about going back especially to persona 4 um but now this would potentially give me an option to go back to Persona 3 as well if I wanted to. Yeah. Granted this is coming to PlayStation as well. Um but we'll have to see if that's going to be part of, you know, one of their services or not. So.
2: Right. Right. Cool. Okay, well the next thing is a non-announcement announcement, but still Heck, exciting yeah. nonetheless. Uh we did get to get a quick little video from Hideo Kojima himself talking about collaborating with Xbox Game Studio on a never-before-seen concept. Uh, Not only is it in collaboration with Xbox Game Studios, but it will also be using cloud-based technology as well, which means this will be really leaning in towards this whole Game Pass Ultimate um, push that Microsoft is doing. Uh, We have no idea what the game is it's almost not even worth talking about, but because Hideo Kojima was talking, we do have to mention it.
1: What do you think? What do we have to... What do we have to oh, like what about well, the what partnership? are talking about. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it, it is sounding like from insiders um, that this is overdose. Whatever overdose is, yeah. Whatever overdose is, yeah, that, right. that is what it's sounding like. A rumor of a like. rumor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, enough of a rumor that they you know, asked Tom Henderson to take it down. So it obviously is right. something, you know, as far as that goes. So, uh, you know, this is cool. I, like I said, I, I, the big thing with Kojima is that he wants to partner with the people who will let him do what he wants to do. Um, yes. And, you know, when you see Death Stranding, that is a game that some people think is one of the most brilliant games ever created. And other people think it is a hot piling, pile of steaming poo. You know, <laughs> like he really does his own thing. So I think letting him kind of have the the reins to do, to do what he wants to try to push things um i think is good uh i am someone who am not as huge of a fan of consumer games as a lot of people are sure um so for me even like when you know playstation got him even though i'm a playstation guy i was like well, that's cool i mean i'll give it a shot but like i'm not you know super into his games and i've never been a big Metal gear solid person uh so do i like any games i feel like we've talked about like no games that i like this whole show other than like overwatch um <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm interested to see what this becomes, um, and kind of to see, you know, can they figure out a new a, a way to use cloud technology that it can only be done in the cloud, right? right. Like, is that's like the big thing with it of like, well, we're using the cloud to do this. When you're like, well, cool, you wouldn't have to though. You're just choosing to, you know, like what can cloud do that only cloud has available? I, I'm yeah. interested if they can figure something out there.
2: Okay, well, let's get to the uh, the end of the show yeah the last thing we're going to talk about oh are you sure that yawn is coincidental uh <laughs> no man starfield is what we're going to talk about here uh yes we did finally see um some more gameplay for no man's sky <clears throat> i mean starfield wow where <laughs> uh well here's what i'll say so we did see we got some facts from Todd Howard and the narrator of this this video. Um, there's over there will be over a hundred star systems and over a thousand planets to explore. Uh, there's space combat, there's a fully customizable spaceship which you can fly yourself. Um, and there's robots and there's combat. I will say for me, the thing that stuck out the most, Certainly separating itself from No Man's Sky is the combat. It actually reminded me of the Outer uh, Worlds in a positive way. Um, I'm really just really curious what this game is going to be. I get that that you can have over a thousand planets to explore, but what is the narrative? Am I playing Fallout in space? And I'm going to turn left outside of my ship and be murdered? Uh, Am I going to be over encumbered with... Little coins I find on the ground, so I move half an inch a minute. Like, <laughs> or is this going to be a more um, focused on exploration and combat game? Like, I don't really know. I'm I'm sure I can guess, right? Because it's still by Bethesda, but um, I'm just hoping they're making a game for me more than they're making a game for Fallout players. And that's just like wishful thinking. Um, I think the game looks really cool. I really like the look of um walking around the planet uh i'm not thrilled um i make all these jokes about no man's sky because i'm really not thrilled that that it's like pulling pieces literally pulling chunks out of no man's sky i don't Mm -hmm. love that that doesn't seem very original to me uh but that's fine because games do that all the time i guess i'm just not used to like a bethesda game doing that and maybe i'm just been blind to them borrowing in the past. Uh what did you think about all the Starfield we saw?
1: Man. I'm gonna double like I, I sound like such a hater, I'm sure. Uh I thought it looked totally fine for the people who are excited to play this game. I i will I try out Starfield? I will. Um, I am someone who I've never liked Fallout. I've never like I never liked Skyrim or Morrowind yeah. or I or, I just Those are just not my thing. Um, I I actually had this thought the other day while I was mowing my lawn that I was like, you know, I haven't had a really good linear third-person action game a la, like, Uncharted, uh, Tomb Raider, like, even Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy last year. Like, those are so rare, these days, it seems. Everything it seems like is a Starfield or is a Horizon or is a Breath of the Wild. I really want more, like, 10-hour linear story third-person action games like and i just feel like i'm not seeing them like anywhere like nobody i feel like is making right. them and maybe i'm just missing them and it's making me i think and this is where i was talking about how i'm a little like down on gaming right now like none of what they should like go to thousand i don't want to go to a thousand planets i do not want to build a base i do not want to like try to build a starship that's going to have like thirty thousand moving pieces or whatever and then try to fly it and see how well it- like none <laughs> of that sounds fun to me if it sounds fun to you that's great i'm yeah. glad you're excited about the game but like The combat in this game looked like, uh, well, I guess this is actual gameplay because it doesn't look right. Like you wouldn't show this to be like, you know, like, I I don't know. I just mm, I really hope this game is successful. I hope it does really, really well. And I hope the people who love it, love it. There is just absolutely nothing they showed in Starfield that gave me any real desire to play this game.
2: Sure. I hear you. I hear you, man. I'm not I'm not disagreeing at all. I don't think it sounds I don't think it makes you a hater either. It's just they're throwing a lot of game into a game. Like yeah. it's not focused on a specific aspect and I agree with you. You know I like linear. I would love more ten hour like action adventure games that you get a great story and get great gameplay out of and you didn't have to waste not waste, you didn't have to spend sixty hours of your life just trying to finish it. Like I would love more games like that.
1: And I think that's part of the reason that I actually like finished the quarry this weekend. Cause it's like, it's like, Hey, you're like, you can start to walk around now. I'm like, yep, I can walk from here to there and I can maybe go a little <laughs> bit left or right. I can find the little glowy things that I like to go find and give me tarot cards and whatever. And then I go to the next thing and you give me more story. So I'm yeah. so excited about this. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I really do hope it's good. I am someone who I have tried to play the Bethesda games and everything that people say as like, the charm of them I find frustrating. So I, yeah, I like I said. I hope this is good. I hope that you know taking the extra time that they're taking and having the money that they have from Microsoft is going to make this the game that helps me fall in love with Bethesda games. But right now, nothing they showed me there um, made me want to jump into this game.
2: So. Sure, I hear you.
1: What about you, Josh? Are you excited for it?
2: No. <laughs> 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 no, not at all. I'll play it. It's on Game Pass. I'll play it. I'll try it. But um, yeah, it's going to be a follow game, and that's fine for follow fans, but not for me.
1: Um, what did you think of the Xbox show overall, Josh?
2: It was okay. It wasn't show-stopping. It wasn't great. It was good. I think we all rated it a B at the end of the presentation. It was a B. Gotcha. There's some great stuff. There's some. There was nothing bad. There was some great stuff. There was some fine stuff. There's a lot of stuff I wasn't interested in. Yeah. But I'm not pretty... keeping Microsoft to with my money. It's everybody else <laughs> that needs to be buying in. So I think I think they had a good show. Um, You know, it's a four out of five. You got to earn that five.
1: Yeah. No, I... Yeah, I just was not... I've been very whelmed, for lack of a better term, overall. Like, with just... Even, like, with PlayStation's show last week, where I thought it was really good for a state of play, like it's not like there was a I mean there was like two games out of that that I was like I'm going to play these you know and I, I feel like especially with Keeley's show that was you know two hours and then another podcast I was listening to was like you know what show is better the Xbox show or the PlayStation show I'm like how are you remotely comparing these two things one was a 30 minute <laughs> third party only like state of play and the other one is like hey here's everything coming out over the next 12 months from like us and all of our partners different things. like how do you even yeah but I do think that um, what made me most excited, this is going to sound weird probably, about Xbox, is everything we didn't see.
0: Yeah. Because they
1: have so many things that we know that they're working on that were not here at all. And we know that the next 12 months still is pretty packed for them as far as content. Now, whether it's content that makes you excited, that's up to you. But they have stuff, right? They have things that are coming. Game Pass is going to be kicking out stuff for pretty solidly for the next 12 months. Um, obviously whether or not you're excited about that is going to vary from person to person. But with everything we didn't see, that's what makes me far more excited. Here's my one final question for you because I know we're going really long. Were you surprised that we saw no updates at all about what's coming for Halo?
2: Yeah, uh, Halo and Fable. I was very surprised. We got, we get a roadmap for Halo multiplayer and we didn't get anything for Fable. Um, But we talked at the end of the show. I think it really seems like next year, right? That's the big year for them because oh, they've had sure. so many games in development. Yeah. We know how long it takes to make games, but also like their lack of announcements, I think shows their maturity in not showing more trailers yeah. for games that we don't know dates of yet. And that's like a big step for them because when they showed that Fable teaser last year, like did yeah. my eyes roll behind in the back of my head. I'm like, you guys are not even close. Yeah. to putting this game out and whatever you show us isn't even going to be remotely close to the game
1: well and that's what's just interesting with them too knowing that you know they have bethesda now and it's like well we know that elder scrolls is after starfield and we still don't have starfield right. for probably close to another year so when's elder you know like and we already know right. that like they've already And granted, they could change that like they can change anything they want to but um yeah but like the fables and the <clears throat> perfect darks and like everything else that we know that they're working on that we didn't see here yeah um but i just i really yeah 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 i just really (laughs) thought that we would see some like hey halo most active users ever yada 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 yeah you know we've been here's like you know what you can expect over the next six months to a year of like halo content or something like that yeah yeah i think they're in damage control
2: right like everyone's dropped off a halo
1: I, i'm just i really thought we'd see something about that but overall like i said i thought the show was fine there's definitely games i want to play there but overall i just felt pretty meh about yeah. this announcement season so cool anything else josh it. about key three summer games anything like that that you want to talk about at all
2: no 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 i mean i know we still have a couple of showcases coming up this week but i don't i don't think we're gonna see anything big announced
1: yeah um, that one game at the Devolver game Plucky show. Squire. This is like the great. game I am like. I think <laughs> that is like the coolest looking game I think I've seen yep. the entire time. So yep, I agree. That's All really right, good. well we're <laughs> well we are a couple hours deep here, so we'll move towards wrapping everything up. Um, we are going to do some predictions. Obviously, we typically record on a Sunday. We actually recorded Monday night this week. Uh, but Josh, what do you think is going to happen this week? You know, we do still have some time for some big things to happen. What do you think is going to happen this week?
2: Yeah, I think. So. Uh, Sonic Frontiers is going to get a big old fat delay, not because of the fanboys and their petitioning, but I think that might need a little bit more polish. So I think we get a two month delay out of Sonic Frontiers.
1: Gotcha. Um, I need to change my name because apparently, you know, PlayStation can leak Nintendo direct dates as well. Um, So, <laughs> you mean
2: Santa Monica Studios, a lot yes, of peers? Yeah,
1: so- hey, she works for PlayStation. She works for PlayStation. <laughs> um, so, I'm not going to say Nintendo's going to announce something because they're not. Um, But what I am going to say is that we will f- get. Um, hmm. No, you know what? I'm going to take it back. Let's Nintendo is going to. Yeah, I'm sticking with it. Nintendo's gonna announce their direct. That's what's happening. Um it's gonna be at the end of the month, but they're gonna direct it or announce it. Uh any questions this week, Josh?
2: Oh, I don't Oh boy. This is a man being a bad co host. <laughs> uh let me check. Let me check, let me check, let me check. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm holding on. I'm not hold going on. anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Uh let's see. Oh, Paul chimes in with his top three ways to eat potatoes.
1: Nice. Is any hash, of them raw?
2: Tater tots, hash.
1: Okay. No that questions for us. Oh wait.
2: That sounds. Great. Wow, raw taters, Josh?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. That's not really a question. Uh, yeah. No, no other, no other questions. Uh, from Paul, just, just checking in
1: awesome all right so we're gonna then move on to giving our recommendations for a well-rounded life obviously we're gaming podcasts but we want to give you one other thing we're currently into that's helping us live that well-rounded life josh what is your recommendation this week
2: so uh, i don't know i was going back and forth on what to recommend i've only watched half of the northman so i can't recommend the northman yet uh but so far so good um so you know I think I want to recommend Miss Marvel on Disney+. Plus.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: I watched it with my wife and my son. So I think it's family-friendly. Uh, a five-year-old can watch it. I think that most kids can probably watch it. I think I want to recommend it because I think a lot of people aren't going to give it a shot because it doesn't line up maybe with like the idea of a Marvel show on Disney+. Plus. So my pitch to people who might be on the fence, is Spider-Man Homecoming. It is very much a coming-of-age story that exists in the Marvel Universe, and the protagonist is a superfan of Marvel. She also happens to not be white, and she also happens to have a religion that isn't Christianity, and I think that makes it even more interesting because you get to see how um the this life of this young girl is different from everyone else's and wh- how it's also very similar to everyone else's life i think it's very um funny and mm-hmm. sincere and charming and i know that only the first episode is out but i can tell by the tone of the show what the show is going to be and um uh, i'm a really big fan of it so far so awesome. I would say check out episode one of Miss Marvel. And you know what? If you don't like it, that's fine. It's going to give you a pretty clear message of the type of show it's going to be. So it might not be your thing. Um, and it's not one of those shows. I don't think I have to be like, watch three episodes before you decide. I right. don't think one episode gets you where you need to be. So check it out. Awesome. I really enjoyed okay. it.
1: Very cool. Um, My recommendation is going to be a bit of an odd one. Um, So... <clears throat> Speaking earlier, we were talking get about COVID. The, no, not definitely not. Don't get don't get COVID. That's definitely not it. Um, we were talking earlier about uh Metal Hellsinger and um while I am someone who listens to I, I, I would say I, I, I dabble in listening to metal. I'm not someone who listens to it regularly, but I do listen to some um definitely like metal bands, definitely bands that um have um w- what some people might say as like demonic, you know, lead singing like mm-hmm. void and things like that. Um, and one of those bands that I I do listen to from time to time is Lorna Shore. Um, and there is a YouTube channel that I actually happen to watch as well that's called the Charismatic Voice. Um, Elizabeth Zarhoff is the person who does that charismatic voice channel. She's a professionally trained opera singer, and she breaks down and analyzes vocal, um, the vocal tracks of like mainstream songs. But she's also someone who really likes to listen to metal music in the sense of breaking down like how the people are able to do the things like with their their throats and their voices to like produce those like ridiculous sounds. Yeah. Well one thing that they recently did um is um Will Ramos or Will Ramos, who is the lead singer of Lorna Shore, met up with her and they actually went and they did a, a kind of like a 45 minute special of he got a camera put down his throat. While he was doing some of these things that he does into the songs to see like what actually is happening, like around his vocal cords and like all this stuff, it is ridiculous. So, if you want to <laughs> kind of check out like how a person is able to like produce those sounds, like and like how those things happen, um, again, uh, the Charismatic Voice is the channel, um, and the name of the video is Operation Throat Camera, uh, Will Ramos. <laughs> Uh, of Lorna Shore gets to throw a camera down his throat. so And they actually go through his nose. But anyway, um, check it out. It's actually really, really interesting. Um, and it's one of those things that's always so, like, off putting. I shouldn't say off putting. It's just so disheveling because you hear this guy has this ridiculous voice, like, just these guttural, like, sounds like... Um, uh like sounds like a video game demon like in his songs yeah but then when you see him like, like when you see him talk he's like oh hey how's it going like he just like <laughs> seems like the sweetest nicest person in the whole world uh so it's just really really funny so check it out uh that is the charismatic voice operation throat camera uh cool. so with that <laughs> josh what do you say we wrap this show up
2: <laughs> thanks for joining us everyone in addition to finding us on twitter and instagram at board with fiji you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash board with fiji So feel free to give us a five-star rating over there. Also, if you want to communicate in the more long form or you're just not feeling social media, please feel free to email us at boardwithvg at gmail.com. We tag our stuff with hashtag boardwithvg on all social medias. So please feel free to use that hashtag as well so we can see what you're up to. And whatever podcast service you're listening to us on, we encourage you to give us a stellar rating. That is whether you're downloading us from the Dice Tower Network feed or our very own standalone board With Video Games feed. You can find me on all the things at why So Serious. That's S-I-R-R-I-U-S. Kyle, where can people find you?
1: So you can find me at all the usual places, Twitter, Instagram, PlayStation Network, Xbox Live, and Board Game Geek, all at PsychoCross, C-Y-C-O-C-R-O-S-S. As always, if you have suggestions for future topics, be sure to reach out to us on the social media because we want to talk about what you want to hear about. And remember, everyone, whether it be board games or video games, never stop gaming.
0: Kyle. Josh. Sounds like Rost. I just wanted to uh, send you a little message. I believe you've known each other for quite some time, but you've never met in person. Well, as an outsider, I understand that. But keep training, keep focused on each other, have each other's backs, and keep broadcasting that podcast. You're doing God's work. All right, guys, take care of yourselves. Best of luck. RoST.